Welcome to the WAN Show. We've got a great show for you guys today. And look, Luke, I know we have this thing where I pick two topics for the show, and then you pick two topics for the show, and you're always all like, man, those two topics were the ones that I wanted to do. So I think I have the solution. Okay. I'll just do all the topics. We're going to be talking about the Framework 16, (laughs) Apple complying with the EU, but like only sort of not really. The HP CEO saying the quiet part out loud. We're going to be talking about... uh, 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 Now you're the one searching. Crap, this is hard. Yeah. There's like two good ones. (laughs) Okay, pick one more. Go. Uh, I was going to do teenager criminally charged for Snapchat joke. Yeah, really? Wow. Well, wasn't a good joke, though. Mm, that's true. Okay. <laughs> the show today is brought to you by AG1, Squarespace, and Avessi. Why don't we jump right into our headline topic, which is, of course, Apple's compliance with the EU's regulations that are forcing them to behave less like a walled garden and more like a falled garden with barbed wire around it. Dummy. Um, Yeah, so, okay. Apple is being accused of malicious compliance with the European Union's Digital Markets Act, or DMA, after detailing its plans to add support for third-party app stores, third-party payment systems, and browser engines other than Safari to iOS in the European Union. In a news release, Apple repeatedly emphasized that the DMA opens new avenues for malware, fraud, and scams, and illicit and harmful content, and other privacy and security threats. Now, here's what what I'd like to know. Yeah. Apple's a very privacy and security-first company, aren't they? Yes. So then, with all the resources that they have, with the... Are are they at hundreds of billions of dollars of cash reserves right now? Probably. Probably. Yeah, and with all the with all the people in the tech industry that are in need of work right now, I would like to know, Apple, what investments you're making to ensure that as an iPhone user in the European Union, I'm not going to be affected by this stuff. No, seriously, though, Apple's one of those companies that this is very unlike them to acknowledge any potential flaw in their product, even if it is caused by compliance with a third-party regulation, they don't like to talk about that. Yeah. They like to talk about safety and security and privacy and the Apple experience. It, it, you can tell they're at, they're at the desperation stage to try to do something about this. Um, however, Apple <laughs> has a solution. Apple has instituted multiple safeguards. including requiring Apple authorization of all developers on alternative uh, of alternative app marketplaces, a letter of credit of a million euros in order to launch an alternative app store, disclosure of alternative payments data, notarization of all apps that is app review by bots and humans. So basically Apple is saying, okay, you can have your own store 
But the only way that we could possibly ensure the security of the iPhone is if um, we're basically like in charge of it. <laughs> and also you pay us a bunch of money. A lot. Um, Apple will be reducing their current fees. A 10% fee for subscriptions, a 17% fee for digital goods and services, and an additional 3% for using Apple's payment system. However, Apple will also be adding a new core technology fee. So once an app hits 1 million installs, its devs will have to pay 50 euro cents. Is that what they're actually called? Euro cents? Yeah, I don't know. 50, half of a euro (laughs) for every new user who installs it on iOS annually that is wild okay anyway the app can be reinstalled by the same user for no charge for 12 months though wow it's actually euro cents this applies to paid apps and free apps apple says they will have an install verification mechanism to avoid install spam because i'm sure it'll be like totally in their interest to ensure that (laughs) You know, the experience on third-party app stores is really good. That They've really, they've really telegraphed that. Um, Apple has provided a fee calculator, and some devs have found that under some circumstances, Apple could take as much as 60% of their yearly revenue. Nice. Developers of alternative app stores need to pay the CTF for every first annual installation, including the first million. <laughs> oh, man. But don't worry. Don't worry, there's an alternative. If developers don't like this deal... Right, good. Well, they can stay under Apple's current business terms and remain exclusively on the App Store, where no third-party marketplaces or payment systems will be allowed. So is the only way to get an alternative store onto the platform by distributing the alternative store through the App Store? I actually do not know. That is a really good question. Because that's what it sounds like through their terms because how could they charge you if you didn't get it through the app store luke how does that make any sense luke i'm not sure i'm i'm sure that uh when it when it comes to when it comes to collecting your money um i think apple will find a way it's unclear how apple will authorize and distribute the alternative marketplaces yeah Maybe their hope is that this deal will be technically compliant with the EU's guidelines, not guidelines, laws, uh, but be so bad that nobody will actually do it. Tim, Tim Sweeney's been going off. Has he? Oh, yeah. Yeah. He, oh, man. He's been, he's been going off. And to be clear, I do not agree with Tim Sweeney about everything. In fact, we've like had personal beef at one point. It was but, a while ago, but yeah. But what he is right about just just because just because I don't agree with someone once doesn't mean I can't agree with them when they say something correct. Like I'm not saying Hitler was right. No, <laughs> I was going to say something specific. I don't know. Maybe he said something about how trains should be on time or something. I don't know. I don't actually. I don't actually. I haven't memorized any any quotes. Okay. Uh, my point is just that just because I disagree with someone about something doesn't mean I can't acknowledge when they're right about something. Maybe the chair was comfy. And Mr. Sweeney, the chair? Some people will get that. It's fine. Oh, okay. <laughs> Mr. Sweeney is definitely... <laughs> Luke, please control this man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Luke. Some people got it. Good. Okay. Look what you've yeah. done. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> how so so mr sweeney is 
100% correct here when he says that Apple is is absolutely behaving in an anti-competitive way. The EU has called them out on it in a very in a very clear way and Apple has gone out of their way to ensure that the manner in which they've complied with the EU's new regulations is as awful as humanly possible. Also, we had talked before about, okay, if Apple is forced to allow additional marketplaces and all of that, well, how is it going to affect people outside the EU? It looks like the answer is not one bit. It won't. Apple will be maintaining its monopolistic behavior anywhere that it is allowed to. So if you want anything to change, and change it can and should. I mean, Apple has demonstrated that they can have lower subscription fees as long as they can charge you a, a, a what, what what is it a um, core technology fee man this is this is bizarre like why why do why do people defend this kind of double dipping behavior i don't know you see a lot of it though it's like it's triple dipping actually first they charge the user for the device then they charge the developer just to have a developer account. Oh no, we're up to quadruple dipping now. For then they charge the developer to have a developer account. Then they charge you a core technology fee if you actually have a very successful app. Then they charge you a 10% fee on subscriptions, 17% for digital goods and services. At what point does it end? Well, you also have to use their payment system. Like we mock this kind of thing when it's well, the cable yet. when it's the cable company. Mm-hmm. But realistically, <clears throat> most people have as many options for cable companies as they do for major cell phone platforms. And so the people who say, well, Apple's not a monopoly because Android exists, it's like, okay, 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 right. But that doesn't, you can have a duopoly then. It doesn't change that you can and have people, monopolistic behavior. People compare it to Steam, and I'm, I'm not here to defend Steam's 30% take either. But, no, not even a little. But on a computer, you could use things that aren't Steam. Well, yeah, that and Steam actually has, as far as I can tell... Like Steam doesn't charge Epic Games money to sell games on their platform. No, and as far as I can tell, Steam doesn't charge game devs any ongoing fees for the original purchase of the game. So you could have a game that's 160 gigabytes. You could download that game now and forever... Not to mention all the cloud synchronization of your save files. Remember, Nintendo is going to charge you like what eight bucks a month per user to sync your cloud save to sync your saves to the cloud. Like Steam is actually operating a platform that actually delivers value to the user. I want to buy games on Steam. Whereas, what is Apple actually doing? I mean, yeah, they handle downloading, sure, but the infrastructure. By comparison, when we're talking downloads that are 160 gigabytes in many cases and we're talking downloads that are 160 megabytes and that's a pretty decent sized app i mean you'll get multi-gigabit or gigabit you'll get multi-gigabyte mobile apps uh especially for games but there'll be three or four typically not not hundreds and to be clear i just want to make this clear apple's operating at an enormous scale on the app store but don't kid yourself so is Valve. Yeah. Gaming. It's kind of a thing. Yeah. Um, yeah, and like uh, people are bringing up like, oh, you can buy an Android. And it's like, okay, th- so there's the whole duopoly thing. Also, we're talking about platforms in general. We don't think Android is 
necessarily better off here. The the uh, Play Store is also terrible. Um, just you can technically, it's not a very clean process, but you can sideload on on Android. Um, and the the Steam example, this would be like if the only way that you could get any apps on Windows was the Microsoft Store. I know I just gave everyone nightmares. I apologize for that. Um, but it would be as if that was the only way. And for Steam or something else to exist, Microsoft is going to take a cut of it. Yeah. Just for Valve having the privilege to be allowed to have Steam. Yeah. That's pretty crap. Is that a thing that you would like? Is that a thing that you would defend? Do you think that would have made... Would, you, would, would that have made the PC what it is today? Someone said, you mean like on Windows RT? I know practically nothing about Windows RT, but if that's how it would work, that's not something I would defend. Uh, does Windows RT even exist anymore? I don't know. Windows RT is a mobile operating system designed by, first unveiled January 2011. Oh, final release, January 10th, 2023, 12 months ago. So is it is it still a thing? Is it not a thing? I suspect it's supported. Extended support was ended January 10th, 2023. Never mind. So, yeah. That's how good it is. Sick. Cool. Nice. Yeah, Windows for ARM would be the replacement for Windows RT. Uh, and my understanding is nothing on Windows for ARM would prevent you from just downloading an application and installing it. In fact, I was, uh, man, what was that? I was installing something the other day. I was saying F- S mode, but you can turn S mode off. Can you not? Yeah. Yeah. So like, what are you talking about? Yeah. If I can, if I can voluntarily make my phone only allow apps to be installed from the app store, that's fine. Like this is, I don't know, man, this is like the, the, I don't understand these arguments. This is, well, okay. A lot of the, a lot of the Apple argument boils down to, well, you, you do have a choice. I, I like the lockdown experience. Sure. And it's like, right. So then sit down and shut the f*** up. Yeah. I don't. Yeah. And I should be allowed to install whatever software I feel like on this thing that, I mean, it's not, it's not like Apple gives away the iPhone. If Apple gave away the iPhone, this would be a completely different conversation. Like, okay, for example, remember that TV, Luke? That TV that uh, it watches, like, you, watches you and plays ads or whatever. If that's the deal, okay, the hardware's free, you watch as much TV as you want, and they're like, yeah, we're going we're gonna to bombard you with ads. It's going to be pay-to-play for anyone who wants to be part of this ecosystem and have their ads displayed or whatever. It's like, yeah, sure, fine. But my understanding, when I pay full pop, and don't kid yourself, Apple's not discounting the iPhone they're not subsidizing the cost of the iPhone with the App Store. They are just they are, they are charging as much, if not more. They're taking more margin than pretty much any, I think, any other handset maker, as far as I can tell. Um, so when I pay full price for something, my understanding and your understanding should be that it belongs to you. And so the fact that anyone is not offended by this that anyone sees this behavior and goes, yeah, this is good. It's just baffling to me. And if you make the choice to only use the App Store, by all means. But when I say I shouldn't have to, again, sit down and shut the f*** up. It's that simple. Yeah. 
Nice. Oh, Dan's not here to move the, 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 the cards. How will we know what to do? He's supposed to tell us through our... Yeah. Well, we don't need 10 more minutes because we both agreed that Apple is being buttheads. Yeah. I'm really looking forward to trying the Vision Pro, though. Yeah. Yeah. Real heavy. Yeah, we're getting You're our hands on uh, we're getting our hands on one. February 4th, I think ours arrives. You got to do neck workouts. Um, okay. I I am not I don't know how exaggerated this is. I am is. not doing any neck workouts. I am going to I'm going to go in cold and see if it's overblown. As someone who regularly wears headphones and who regularly VRs, I suspect that it's not going to bother me as much as people who do not regularly how VR. Much does it weigh versus like an index? But I have heard it is quite heavy. Yes. Please show Dan Cam. Okay. A wild Dan appears. There's Dan. Oh, sorry. I mean, a wild um, <coughs> Nad appears. A non non a non infringing. Um, all all resemblance is uh, coincidental. <laughs> Do you, does anyone see where I'm going with this? Uh, I yes. don't really get the point. Yeah, we we copied the. It's a very similar character model, but it's not the same thing. Oh, so like Pal World. I'm. <laughs> don't worry about it. Nat uh. stands for not a Dan. <laughs> I'm made of AI now. Yeah, Cheaper. I I apologize in advance for the fact that Nat is probably going to stick as a nickname for you. <laughs> It could be worse, Dan. That's fine. Yeah. Wait, what? You mean that. <laughs> uh, looks like Sorry, the index weigh more. Bad. Yeah, it looks like the index weighs more than the Vision Pro. So it's going to be fine then. Yeah, so it's probably going to be what's fine. What's everyone freaking out about? I think it's Apple, right? So on the one hand, you have the things that Apple does that are actually really scummy. Yeah. And then you've got people that are just like, no, man, this seems fine. And then on the other hand, you've got mm. what appears to be a very compelling product that could change computing. We'll see. And people are like, oh my God, it needs to be cooled. We need cooling in it. And there's like, there's glass lenses and glass is heavy. Ugh. It's, it's like, people, well, people are I, saying because uh, it's yeah. not as well balanced. And, and sure, because the, the strap the, apparently isn't as good. The index ain't that well balanced. I I, I so. would have hoped that Apple would get the strap right, though. I mean, then again, that's like, I don't know, kind of their thing is they have okay accessories and then other people fill in the gaps. So maybe it's <laughs> maybe it's fine. Um, one thing I'm really excited for, though, is that apparently it comes with Apple's cleaning cloth. Now, we missed the initial outrage train on the $40 cleaning cloth. Oh, it's included though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we, so we, we were like, well, realistically, there's no point making a video about this because people have kind of got it out of their system Wait now. On it. But yeah. it's not like it ever went away. So I'm going to get an opportunity to check out Apple's cleaning cloth. Nice. Yeah, yeah. I can't so believe it's free. I'm pretty stoked on that. Um, I, I, I doubt it's going to get much airtime in the video. I've, I've kind of said my piece about Apple's pricing. We did a video a number of years ago when they announced the $700 wheels for the old Intel Mac Pro. What was that? The 2019 Mac Pro or whatever. I have to memorize years instead of just generations because, I don't know, Apple things. Um, 
where I, where I basically talked about how it's it's it has yeah it has I, I actually forget my point but it was a good point and it pretty much explained why Apple prices things the way they do it's because they want to be a luxury brand they're a consumer electronics brand but they really 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 want to be a luxury brand and that's an image that they project um, and it's an image that some people buy like it's the whole blue bubble green bubble thing has always been baffling to me you can get iPhone for like hundred dollars on eBay yeah. that'll like you get your bubble color or whatever who cares mm-hmm. um, I, I, it, I don't, they should change the shade I don't really see how based on the generation of phone. Can you not give them ideas? <laughs> or no, no. The, you know people the newest, from... The newest one should be the deepest blue, and as your phone ages, it should fade. You do. That way, that way they don't have to, like, update. They're, they're never going to, like, run out of blues, you know? Because it'll just get worse. Like UV reactive paint kind of thing? Uh, Luke, <laughs> you do know that people from Apple watch this show, right? <laughs> They don't acknowledge us, but I have heard from people at Apple. <laughs> Chat's so mad. <laughs> you got to have, dude, the new generation of phone comes out. Your bubbles are going to be less blue. So you guys can see why it's a good thing that Luke is not evil. Because if he was, he'd be an evil genius. Oh, I could. Work of the genius. Please mute Luke. <laughs> if he can do it to you, you need to do it to him. Yeah, Dan, I think we've established now that I should have a Luke mute button. I don't know about that. I think Dan's with me on this. Dan? I'm setting it up right now. Thank you. <laughs> he would, too. Good guy, Dan. Uh, all right, what's our next topic here? Okay, okay. Oh. This one's going to be kind of open-ended. Okay. Our topic is the Framework 16. Yeah, so what? I have only spent about two minutes with it. Okay. I actually haven't watched our review yet. Okay. I didn't read it. Okay. So I would like you, I haven't even read our topic notes. Sure. I would like you to tell me if it's any good. Okay, do you want me to, to silently read the topic no, notes? No, or, no, or yeah, just walk no, through? Yeah, Okay, because there's positive and negative points. All right, so yeah, the Framework 16 is finally out. We released a full review this week, yeah. which was written and hosted without... Pretty well received by the community, by the way. Linus's involvement, and yes, I do, I do believe it was. Uh, other outlets have reviewed the 16 quite positively. Alex Waro from Tom's Guide called it the laptop I'd buy for myself. Some of the positive points are extreme modularity and repairability. Framework says that the graphics card can be swapped in just a few minutes, which both we and The Verge were able to replicate. That I've tried. Remember, I have cool. played around with yes. the, like... Prototype um, or something? Yeah, uh, like a mechanical sample. Right. Quite a while back. So even early, yeah. yeah, yeah but yeah. I haven't touched... Uh, I, I haven't touched... I have spent about two minutes with the final one that we that we have here. Great future-proofing potential and customizability compared to other laptops. Mm. Of note, the fully customizable keyboard deck and six expansion card slots to the Framework 13's 4. Good screen quality, easily outperformed similar laptops running the same graphics card in terms of cooling. And then we come to the negative points. 
Okay, now hold on a second. There's a couple of things here that, from just chatting with people internally, I I know that we didn't necessarily agree with in our video. So one of them is that Jake had some concerns about backlight bleed, or not bleed, but like mm-hmm. a um, uneven backlighting at the edges of the screen. Did anybody else have any kind of feedback on that? Like, I'm this is a, this is a highly interactive section, guys. I want to hear from you in the chat. Do other people have this laptop, or are you asking about other people's reviews? I'm asking about other people's reviews. Understood. Yeah, because The Verge, according to Noki, uh, the one and only timestamp guy. Um, People are suggesting that we react to the video live. We would be able to do that because it's our own video. The Verge rated it 5 out of 10. The screen? No, the whole thing. Whoa. Yeah. So not everybody gave it a good review, although The Verge did complain about crashing issues. Um, so... I would say that would probably significantly impact the score. And I didn't, I didn't, from the conversations I've had with Ploof and Jake, they didn't say anything about crashing on our unit. And John, uh, John from the lab didn't bring it up with me either. Interesting. I fix it? According to Focus Forte and DNA Gecko, I fix it. I gave it a 10 out of 10 for repairability, I guess. Okay. People want a live reaction. Dan, is that something you can do from there? Because Dan is not in the studio. Ooh, The Verge has some interesting points here. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to jump to my screen real fast. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I, I want to know what's going on, man. This, this is my investment, yo. That doesn't look good. What is that? He's trying to lift the screen with one finger. Oh. Which I could do with like this one, and it's not going to do that. Uh, I mean, this one does. That yeah. much? Yeah, look. That doesn't look like as much as... In that photo, is it because of the angle it's taken at? No, it's less than that. Yeah. It's less than that. That is yep. a lot of, yep. of screen bend. You're going to have a little bit, you know, if you try to lift a, a screen by the corner, you're going to have a little bit, but that in the photo is quite a lot. Um, I don't see where they did the natural rating. I think it's at the very top. I like your sound effects. Thank you. Uh, that's not the very top, Luke. Oh. Yeah. Okay, I that's actually I don't see section. it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Control F5. Oh, there it is. In green. Big green box. Got it. He's got this. What's it out of? 10. Okay. Yeah, not 5. <laughs> yeah. They said the good is fully user repairable, unprecedented customization, competent mid-range gaming performance, and excellent 16 by 10 screen. They said the bad was regularly froze during testing, additional strange glitches, often runs hot and loud, and some of the panels feel flimsy. Okay, I think we need to live react to this. Okay, Dan, is that something we can do? Live react to what? Our own video? Pull up the video on your laptop, and then I guess it counts as a reaction channel. Um, okay. Well, it's, it's our own video. Yeah, yeah, it's fine to react to your own video. I don't know. Okay, I have, I have not. pulled it up. I have pulled it up. Uh, what am I, uh, what am I supposed to do? Now I just play it. Will Luke be able to hear it? I think yeah, I'll, I'll just... send it through your headphones. Okay, okay, we're gonna, we're gonna try it. We're gonna try it good. audio from your laptop yet. You don't? Are you sure? No. Well, I'm not playing it yet. It's 18 and a half minutes. Are we gonna react to the whole thing? Okay. Uh, we could watch it 1.75. Sure. Okay, that'll only take like 13, 14 minutes then. I'm not going to have, 
Oh, yeah, I guess I can watch it there. Okay, sure. Yeah, cool. Okay, we good? I've got audio from you elsewhere. You have audio from me elsewhere? What does that even mean? Yeah. I didn't even fart. That's good. Uh, Oh, apparently The Verge didn't have a full production unit. Did we have a full production unit? Yeah. The Verge posted an update that they are getting a full production unit to redo the review. Oh. Where is that? Oh, man, I could have told Framework not to send a pre-prod unit for a review. Yeah, they probably shouldn't have done that. That was a completely unforced error. Where is this post? Uh, Where did they say this? I don't know. Uh, Noted that we're certainly committed to making us from the total list of issues. I don't want to just, like, believe chat right away. Okay. Oh yeah. Okay. Post from Sean Hollister. Framework will send us another lap, uh, another Framework 16, and here's what it will fix. We told Framework we had several different stability issues, um, so I was a little frustrated to see the company CEO suggest I only encountered one. But I'm happy to say Framework will send The Verge a final production unit with quite a list of hardware and software fixes. Okay. Okay. I don't. I don't know if they said that they're. Oh, apparently the review review units were pre-production units with known issues. Interesting. Okay, well, guys, look, I'm... uh, (laughs) Okay, let's watch it then, shall we? Dan, we good to go? I think so. Okay, good luck, everybody. Hold on one sec. I just want to. I just want to fix the the quote from earlier. People said like, "Oh, they're going to redo their review and stuff." I don't think. I don't see them actually saying that. Um, And this looks like it's Luke laptop. Yeah. Um, so this is a post from Sean Hollister mm-hmm. saying these things, um, but then it says it, it's linking a Reddit thread. I, I don't see anywhere that says like we're going to redo our review. It did say in the review that um, they would be open to reevaluating if the issues are fixed. I think, but okay. that doesn't necessarily mean they're going to do it. I mean, as someone, I just who, want to make sure I didn't quote them incorrectly. I would take the quote that you just saw on screen as an actual quote, not what I said. As someone who does this work, um, I would say that my annoyance level would be extremely high if I found a bunch of issues. And then someone was like, well, it was pre-prod. All those are like fixed. And I'm just like, okay, but that's not, I, for sure. That's not what I experienced. I can only review yeah. what is actually in front of me. Totally. Um, okay. We ready? Yeah. That is a great yep. first frame. Go for it. The all new framework 16 is here. And I'm super excited about it. Not only because I invested my own money in this company. And I want can to you see, full screen that? It has several tricks up its sleeve that are genuinely yeah. nutty. That's right. For years, companies have struggled to make an upgradable right. laptop at all, let alone one meant for gaming. It's finally here. And did I mention that every single part of this machine can be purchased individually on their store and replaced by the end user? What world is this? Unfortunately, a world where trying to be objective doesn't change the fact that I have a vested interest in framework success, which makes reviewing their products a bit tricky. So I don't even take my word for it. The rest of the script, I haven't even read it. To recuse myself from our review, Alex, our resident laptop connoisseur, Jake, who actually nice. an active framework 16 pre-order, and nice. John from the lab are going to be telling you guys all about it, both the good yeah. and the bad. This is John's first on-camera appearance in a mainline video, I think. Oh, cool. So I'll be, uh, I'll, I'll be seeing it for the first time. Nice. Fingers crossed that they didn't bite off more than they can chew with this thing. Unlike this easily digestible segue to our sponsor. Seasonic, more than my own son. Unlike every other laptop I've used, everything on the surface is modular, save the power button up here that has a fingerprint sensor in it. You can adjust the keyboard and trackpad positioning. You can add a numpad so cool. or a macro That's pad pretty on the right sick, here. Or if that macro pad is oh. for you, they even have these LED matrix displays. Do these do anything besides reducing battery life? No. Do I really like them? Yes. 
Neat. However, the other new party trick, the bespoke and upgradable removable discrete AMD graphics card, is so sick. Many companies have attempted to put upgradable graphics in a laptop in the past, but the upgrade operation has never been something that I recommend the average tech enthusiast undertake. Framework. Okay, we should talk a little bit about why that is. Um, I saw a lot of feedback um, either on just like social media, on Reddit. Um, I read through the comments on this video because that's what I do rather than watching videos. You know this. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. And I saw quite a few people bring up XM, MXM. It's like, oh, yeah, framework invented MXM. Uh, good job. It's, it's like, it's like, misunderstand the whole situation, speed run any percent. <laughs> The reason you should do that, you should have a leaderboard based on like how fast they commented. <laughs> Sorry, keep going. Oh. The problem with MXM, which for those of you who aren't familiar with it, and I don't blame you because it's been kind of dead for a long time. Yeah, uh, the MXM is a is a just a, a smaller version of the PCI Express interface, where just the full connector has been shrunk a little bit. And it's a PCIe by 16 interface and then board spec. Um, the problem with MXM is that NVIDIA in particular, but to my knowledge, AMD as well, has never been able to standardize exactly what the layout of the board will be. So in theory, it's a good idea because you could just have a card that has a GPU and the memory and the VRMs on it and you just slide it into a slot on the motherboard. It's a sideways slot, kind of like an M.2 slot. And you just put it in, screw it in, and boom, upgraded GPU. The problem with that is that because NVIDIA and, to my knowledge, AMD, it's just NVIDIA I know in particular, has been adamant that they just give up and don't want to do it. And, and they've, been, they've been very oppositional when it comes to any attempts by laptop manufacturers or others to to make MXM a thing. Um, NVIDIA and AMD have not been able to standardize where those components are on the board. Not only that, but they haven't been able to standardize what kind of form they might take. Do they have an IHS? Are they a bare die? How many chips are there? What layout will they be in? How much power will they draw? And therefore, how much heat will they dissipate? So what's happened is that while MXM is, you know, a standard, it's only a standard insofar as it's a slot. Everything else about it pretty much had to be redesigned from generation to generation to accommodate the new layout of every component on the board and the new power requirements. So what MXM turned into was essentially a way of making sure that your laptop was going to be thicker to accommodate this board that sat on top of another board in this interface. Um, and that's about it. There were still some benefits, right? Like you could have the ability to configure your laptop at the time of ordering, and they could put a different GPU in as long as it had been designed with that particular generation in mind. But overall, this sort of, you know, GPU, upgradable GPU laptop nirvana that we all thought MXM could help us achieve has not been possible. And as for the laptop manufacturers, I don't think you're going to see any appetite for it ever again. 
I mean, Dell got burned on it when they promised that they had this Alienware that was going to be upgradable from one generation to the next. And then my understanding is NVIDIA basically was like, oh, well, sorry about that. Nope, the power envelope is much higher, so it's not going to happen. It could have been Dell Alienware that screwed that up. I suspect as well that that's what happened with MSI, who also said, hey, We've got this Titan, I think it was something, uh, something 80, something Titan. Uh, they had this like big fat laptop that was, they were like, yeah, it, you're going to be able to upgrade the GPU. mechanical keyboard, that one? They ended up getting class action sued for that one because they didn't offer an upgrade because it wasn't possible, it turned out. Um, and my understanding is that would have, I can't think of anyone whose fault that would have been other than NVIDIA. Uh, I can't think of any reason MSI would have promised that other than that they thought that they had a roadmap from their partner that would allow them to provide an upgradable laptop. So the the point I'm getting at with all of this is that this was an innovation, and it is one that matters because the way that Framework has done it solves a lot of the problems of MXM. It doesn't solve all of them. I told Framework when they initially told me, and this is this is quite a while back, when they initially told me we're doing a gaming laptop, I was like, okay, you realize that um, everyone has tried this and every time it has not worked and here are the problems. And they were like, nah, dog, we think we've got this. Um, and I was like, okay, uh, you're going to, you're going to have a lot of problems to solve. And one of them, they obviously still haven't solved. I I asked them, I told them, I was like, look, what board partner is going to deliver NVIDIA GPUs? NVIDIA maintains iron fisted control over their partners. Do you think for a second that like, uh, you know, let's, let's pick up, you know what? I probably know too much. So Luke, why don't you pick a board manufacturer? Manufacturer or just brand? Manufacturer. Uh, Asus. Sure. So let's say Pegatron. Yeah. Like like a board manufacturer. Okay. There is no doubt in my mind that given, you know, some time, and given that the resources their, and the t- timelines... Their board is still called Pegatron? Uh, it's complicated. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but Pegatron 100% exists and, and is a... Oh, yeah. wow. I thought that was renamed. Okay. Contract manufacturer. Yep. Um, okay. So... Because um, it was Pegasus. Yeah. So now it's Pegatron and Asus. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Anyway, yeah. Uh, the point is, given probably weeks, right? Not even months, probably given weeks, Pegatron could design and manufacture uh, a framework module for the Framework 16 with an NVIDIA something or other. They won't. Because NVIDIA needs to sign off on absolutely everything their GPUs go into, whether you like bought them and they're like yours, right? Or not. So that's like how much RAM you can put on the board, what kind of uh, cooling, what kind of you know, boost clock speeds, how much power you're allowed to deliver to it. I, basically everything, even things as stupid as, okay, we want to do one with a blower style cooler instead of, you know, an exhaust all the air inside your case cooler because it's better for small form factor enthusiasts. My understanding, allegedly, blah, 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 all of that stuff is that NVIDIA will clamp down on that because they're worried about it cannibalizing their workstation cards, which do have that style of cooler because yeah. it's more ideal for stacking them. So this, that's what prevents you from stacking up 4080s. 
is Very NVIDIA cool. won't let board partners build cards that have coolers that better facilitate it. It's like, you know, f*** off, right? <laughs> so, as far as I can tell, Framework still hasn't solved that problem. If you're someone at NVIDIA who is just, you know, not a complete f***ing asshole, um, then by all means, if you're listening to this, advocate for why the f*** you can't just put a GPU on a module and plug it into a laptop, because f*** off, it doesn't matter. Just chill. I know, I probably haven't made the most... A little spicy today. ...diplomatic <laughs> argument for it, but it's just... This isn't the first time I've been frustrated about this. Okay, yeah, 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 whatever. Invested how, can you, in, how can you go after your, your employer like, like that? In, in, invested in framework or not, this isn't the first time that I've talked about this, and this isn't the first time that I've been really frustrated by it. Yeah. Um, I was at uh, Computex one year, I think. Yeah, it must have been Computex, because I don't think Silverstone... Oh, no, yeah, they used to do CES, but not on the show floor. I was on the show floor for sure, so it must have been Computex. Yeah. Um, and I had a really frustrating conversation with Silverstone because they had this really cool little eGPU back when Thunderbolt external GPUs were really starting to take off. So this would have been like, I don't know, four or five years ago or something like that. And instead of being designed for desktop graphics cards, so like being huge, it was designed for... Little MXM cards? MXM! They had gotten their hands on, it must have been, it was either a 1080 Ti or like a 2080 or something. This was a long time ago, so I don't remember which one it was. Must have been a 1080 Ti. Say, probably not 20. Because it was around the same time that Zotac was doing those super cute little gaming, uh, like little tiny gaming things that had MXM in them as well. And uh, they were like, yeah, so we made this thing. And I was like, that is a super cool thing. How on earth are you going to get any boards for it? And they're like, well, we're advocating for it. We're going to board manufacturers. We're going to try and get someone to, to build these things for us. <laughs> Dead. So why can't we have cute little tiny external GPUs? Because f*** you, we don't want people putting our GPUs in anything that we don't deign them to be the thing that it goes in. Just f*** off. You know? Yeah. Basically. Yeah. Like, I love the good things NVIDIA does. In fact, we're going to talk about one of them a little bit later. Um, they've got this cool new AI yeah. SDR to HDR thing. I have no problem with the good things NVIDIA does, but part of acknowledging things as they are is that you call it when something's good, and you call it when something is bullshit. And them refusing to allow anyone to manufacture their GPUs into a form factor that they just don't like is bullshit. Anyway. Uh, some people are asking that we do 1.5 instead of 1.75. Your call. Okay. Sure. Uh, I'm on it. I'm on it like a bonnet. <laughs> <laughs> he's, try he's trying to soften it up after being so spicy. No, no, I'm good. I don't jokes care. About I'll get spicy. You want <laughs> You want more spice? I got more spice. I'm sure. I'm sure we'll get there. I, I got more people, spice. People are commenting. Look at Alex's hat. Is that an LTT toque? Oh, that's also what not the an, fuck, Alex? That's also not an LTT sweater. Yeah. What's happening? It's not will allow it. Okay, fair enough. They're 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 pros. <laughs> but come on, Alex. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, we ready? Yeah. Uh, uh, oh. Oh. Uh, I don't have any audio, Dan. Damn. Save us. Oh. Oh. It's my fault. Well, what did I do? It looks like it's up. I mean, I... Uh, here. You good? You see it? I mean, I'm... I, yeah, I, I'm definitely... I'm, I'm definitely clicking the same thing. I haven't changed anything. 
Why is nothing ever easy? You know? Uh... Okay, it's definitely working through Connectsent HD audio. How about BMD HDMI? You see it, Dan? Hello? Here, do you I see mine? <laughs> yep, I see yours. Okay. Okay, maybe we just play mine? Sure, hold on, let why? me just give it, let me give why? it the old unplug and replug, <clears throat> and we'll see if mine lights back up, and otherwise then, uh, we'll, we'll go to Luke. Am I back? No. Okay, I guess okay. it's going to be Luke then. All right, how far are you in? I can't read it. I am... 225? 225, yep. Oh, I could read it. What a guy. Look at his eyes. My eyes like functioned. <laughs> I'm so stoked. That was bound to happen at some point. <laughs> um, okay. Full screen. Switch to my screen. Slightly ahead of where you were. Okay, cool. Ready? Yeah. yeah. However, says the GPU swap can be done in a couple minutes, so let's test that. A little quiet. First power down the system, then unlock the tabs and take off the touchpad and the keyboard. Open the little plastic flap here covering This is a fair amount of disassembly to swap a component. Screws and remove it from the system. Framework includes a screwdriver with this laptop, but the Noctua screwdriver from LTTstore.com is a hey. little bit nicer. Thankfully nice. the screws are captive, so you'll be hard pressed to lose them. Just make sure you don't lose the interposer itself. I'd recommend screwing it back into the GPU once you have that out. Speaking of which, just yeah. two more mm. screws and the entire GPU should slide out. Dang. So that's back. it. That whole thing back there is the GPU, and that's how they solved it. That's cool. Heck, this was seamless. And if you don't have GPU, you can just save over half a pound of weight and an inch of length by just not having a GPU anymore. But all of this modularity comes at a steep price, possibly for my boss, because the keyboard on the Framework 16 is frankly unacceptable for a laptop of this price. The closest comparison I have is the Acer Nitro 5, which starts at $750, and it is just okay. No, here, one sec. Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. Dan's getting me to do all the things. Okay. It is now maximum. Well, testing Let me go back slightly. What did you react to? And if you don't want GPU, you can just save right. over half a pound of weight and an inch of length by just not having a GPU anymore. But <laughs> all of this modularity comes at a steep price, possibly for my boss, because the keyboard on the framework <laughs> is frankly unacceptable for a laptop of this price. The Ooh. closest comparison I have is the yeah. Acer Nitro 5, which starts at $750, and it is just okay at $750. While testing the framework 16, I wasn't able to get up to my full typing speed, in particular while doing really quick double presses due to the chassis flex. A huge disappointment oh. compared to the excellent keyboard on the framework 13. But yeah, see, that's really frustrating see, the i'm glad you brought that up plate, because in this area it has been better in the past yeah because the framework 13 actually has a really solid keyboard and that was one of the things that i highlighted as being <clears throat> particularly impressive about it was that in spite of its modularity and repairability it still had a good keyboard when that was one of the justifications that i could see for not having a repairable design yeah was that you wanted to maintain chassis stiffness so that you could have a good keyboard Hmm. And with the keyboard off, you can really just see how not supportive this super thin yeah. piece of metal is. Fortunately, yeah. this being framework, disassembling only takes about a minute, and we were able to chuck some okay. thermal pads in the areas where it was squishiest, and holy crap, that is so much better. Oh, okay. That That's actually maybe more frustrating? Yeah. It seems like the fix was easy. Um, yeah, I'm really not... Okay, I'm not... <laughs> I'm not sure if that's my favorite thing ever. Um... It's no, cool no, that uh, you can fix it. It's cool that Alex found that. Yeah, that's that's super cool. Yeah. Well, good job, good job, Alex. Yeah. But I um a little questionable on framework. This isn't their first laptop. <laughs> yeah. So you'd think they'd notice something like, oh, the chassis flexes a lot. Uh oh. And the tech redneck uh says 
Framework sent an email to all pre-orders talking about this and what they're working on to fix it. Okay. Cool. Uh, okay. Hopefully. Cool. Hopefully okay, they cool. do fix it. Okay. All right. Yeah, Maybe I keep going. just stuff some thermal pads under there. <laughs> we'll see. The flex influences the feel of your keyboard is huge and the difference that this mod has made is just night and day with the thermal pads in there this keyboard isn't quite on the level of asus or alienware but it comfortably beats msi and razor and brings it much more in line with the price while you're modifying things you okay. might want to use a couple pieces of electrical tape to remedy some of the small but visible gaps between the modules but what? at least the trackpad what did he just say it's glass tall no do not put electrical tape on your laptop that would look way worse that and it would leave horrible 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 residue Do-do, on it yeah yeah i would prefer the gap i love alex but he um He's a tape enthusiast. Yeah? Yes. Okay. Yeah, there's certain... Uh, man, I forget what all of his favorite tapes Is there, are. Wait, could you, could you put the tape under? No, there's gaps still Even there. then, I wouldn't put it there because it'll get warm and it'll leave goo. Uh, use, use any other tape. There's, uh, there's, like, there's black paper tapes that would... If that's what you want to do, that would work way better for that. Okay. With accurate and responsive tracking, I just wish it was a little bit bigger. Another sacrifice for the modularity. Mm. One decision I really don't understand, though, are the speakers, which fire out from the sides instead of like up at you or bouncing off of the table like now, everything else. To be clear, that can work really well. I've seen some really impressive side firing speakers that use just algorithmic nonsense to sound great. But so has Alex, and I'm sure he wouldn't bring this up if it wasn't actually a problem. Yeah, fair enough. That sounds good. For comparison, here's a similarly priced Lenovo Legion Slim 7i. Okay, the Lenovo. The Lenovo is not too bad. A little bit quiet, but I would say perfectly acceptable. And the framework is, uh... It's not the worst I've ever heard, but Muddy. it lacks some um, treble and bass and staging. Get yourself a Bluetooth speaker. What is really good, though, is the dedicated Oof. GPU output on the back. This is wired directly to the GPU. Now, Jake wrote here that he wants me to complain about this not being a full-size display port, but personally, I think this Type-C is fine, so uh, one second. Stupid BMW I think Type-C makes sense for a laptop, personally. We asked, and they said that they tried. It just wouldn't fit with the giant heat pipes they're using to cool it. But for f- mm. sakes, guys, you founded your company on a laptop with modular I.O. meant to solve the dongle crisis, and you're telling me I need to carry one again? Wait a second. Modular I.O. <laughs> no way. I don't know why I didn't think about that. We gotta see if this works. No way. Look at that, John didn't believe it. 4K 120, baby. Which is how I describe the I/O situation in general. With two more I/O slots. That's actually pretty funny. To connect virtually so you could just have yeah, mod- your HDMI module <laughs> that you just have in the side of the laptop that's connected through the onboard GPU. So that there can be a bit of a performance <laughs> penalty there if you connect that to an external display. It's, you know, not huge, but it's there. And then you can just like have that, and then you've always got your dongle with you. It's like it's like having the the stylus that docks inside yeah. your pen or your phone or whatever. Yeah. Okay, all that's right. Pretty funny. I'm that, happy Jake tested that. That's pretty funny. Modules for USB C, capable of 240 watt charging. USB A, DisplayPort, HDMI 2.0, micro SD, 2.5 gig Ethernet, audio, and expanded storage. But they also release the design, so literally anyone with the right skills can design and sell their own modules, including for the GPU slot. Now, even when there isn't a GPU installed, some of that space mm-hmm. is occupied by the CPU's cooling fans. But they've already released a reference dual SSD design as an example. I'm just excited <gasps> cool. to have a place to put my Mountain Dew without sacrificing I/O. Coming <laughs> from an Intel-based MacBook Pro with a grand total of four USB Type C ports, this was the biggest breath of fresh air across my entire experience. Sure, Apple's just including decent I.O. would fix most of that, but if your needs change or you want to do something silly, yeah. like running four displays off your laptop, you don't need a dongle, at least not an external one. Now, speaking of external, the power brick is this cute little 180-watt gallium nitride unit, and it's the highest wattage Type-C charger I've ever heard of, and a far cry, at least in terms of size, for most gaming laptop power bricks. Good job there, Framework. Also wow. improved from their first laptop yeah. is the disassembly now, experience, since all of the... 
in fairness to other laptop manufacturers, the framework is big, but it's not super powerful. Like that GPU is not uh, a mobile 4090 or mobile 4080 or whatever else. So just, you know, something to consider. Screws are accessible from the top of the laptop, so replacing any part of this laptop is an absolute joy. Now, if you're not an experienced tinkerer, Framework has guides for replacing literally every part of the laptop. That's because, if you're a nerd, you can buy this laptop IKEA-style and put it together yourself. <laughs> and I take assembling a Framework laptop over doing IKEA furniture any day of the week. If you miss our Framework yeah. factory tour, a little tidbit is that they actually pre-assemble the DIY edition laptops for QC and stress testing, and then they get taken apart before shipping <coughs> so you can build it yourself. Don't believe it's that easy? Well, it took about this long to get the entire laptop to pieces. We've got the 85-watt-hour battery, really? 5.6e module, Seven minutes. Cars. That's really fast. That's really impressive. It's like wicked fast. Oh, hey, speaking of uh, framework laptops being wicked fast, uh, someone I saw someone in chat earlier asking about the Electroboom collab. When's it coming? Yeah. Because that includes a framework build challenge. Oh. Where every additional minute I take to assemble it, he turns up the value on the dog collar, the dog shock collar <laughs> that's attached to my neck. And then once I'm done... He gets to press it. Oh, wow. So I, I had to try to speed build one. Anyway. How, how fast did you do it? Well, I'm not going to spoil the video. The point oh. is that video is coming out uh, hopefully Monday. Exciting. So stay tuned. Very cool. 7700S inside the GPU module, a Ryzen 78 or 7940HS powered mainboard, two DDR5 sodium slots, two Gen 4 M.2 slots, and if you're not happy with the configurations you can see on screen here, the DIY edition can be ordered in pretty much any config you want, or cool. bare bones and you can call your own storage RAM. Which made picking laptops to benchmark against uh, a little tricky. To see what you can get in a similarly priced and classed big name laptop, we opted for an Intel NVIDIA spec Lenovo Legion Slim 7i. Wow, that is a better spec. That was a much faster GPU. I am not excited to see how much faster that is going to be. Picking laptops to benchmark against One sec. Uh, a little tricky. To see what you can get in a similarly priced and classed big name laptop, we opted for an Intel. That's a lot of RAM. Yep. That's a big battery. Yep. That's a really fast CPU. Although I think the framework will probably <laughs> hold its own when it comes to CPU. But that is that is a big <laughs> GPU. <laughs> Okay. NVIDIA spec Lenovo Legion Slim 7i. And to make sure our framework is performing as it should, an Asus Tough A16. It's cheaper, and it was supposed to be the same specs as the Framework 16. That was until they shipped the lower-end model for the press unit. The differences between the CPUs are minor, so it should still tell us that the framework is performing up to snuff. Despite those differences, okay. every game is actually a pretty tight race. Right. In Cyberpunk, nearly maxed out at 1080p. Yeah, I want to see. Thank you. <laughs> okay. Uh, that is not nearly as far off the Lenovo Legion. Yeah as I thought it might be. Like, if you're talking a difference in one FPS on 1% lows, all right, I'm, I'm, no one's going to notice that. Yeah, that's pretty good. The Intel-based Lenovo is slightly ahead in average FPS with both itself and the AMD-based <coughs> Asus model beating the framework by one frame in 1% lows. In F123, Intel's... Oh, oh, okay, this is less good. Yeah. Um, so now we're at closer to a 10% uplift on the Lenovo. Widens a bit. Oh, wait, 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 wait. I thought the framework was still at the bottom. No, oh. no, no. Middle. Oh, tremendous. Okay, carry on. <laughs> a modest showing in second place. Surprisingly beating out the on paper faster. Canada wet. To no one's surprise in Total War Warhammer 3, the 4070 wins again. But our Yeah. This is. This That's is, a decent jump. This is way closer than I thought this whole thing was going to be. Okay. Framework squeaks past the Asus again, too. It's hard to say what exactly is giving it the advantage in these games, but the faster memory and better cooling on the framework likely has something to do with it. As yeah. for productivity, the Framework 16 loses handily in Cinebench, both single <laughs> and multi-core. No surprises there, as the Asus has a lot more thermal headroom when it doesn't have yeah, to cool the GPU rough. at the same time. In Blender, our Asus laptop crushes the framework across the board, despite the only real difference being a slightly higher base and... <laughs> oh. 
And the same can be said for video. Uh, I compared mean, to the Lenovo. Yeah. The Asus okay. gap is large, but compared to the Lenovo, it's pretty close. Okay. Handbrake and in media editing with Premiere and Photoshop. Overall, not a lot of surprises here. The faster CPU and the Asus shines in productivity, but we expect the higher-end framework would yield the same result. As for gaming, yeah, it's not a great price-to-performance option, but it's not terrible either. It's just that if you want the most frames for your money, this isn't the laptop to buy. Also, you should probably just buy a desktop. But if you do buy a Being a relatively new company, third parties are making accessories it's for pretty funny. You might like it. But the brand okay. sure is, and they're gonna be ready for launch day. They said I mean, two. Sure, so it's I an ad, but yeah, yeah. it would be easier for Casefy to rip off. <laughs> oh, they're both the same. My notes say, look how accurate these internals are. No wonder they got so pissed they got ripped off, but I actually haven't had this thing open yet, so maybe. Probably. While I completely ignore dbrand's explicit instructions for how to do this and make up my own method always check their site and make sure that you do it the right way what am i supposed to be saying though i know they're paying me to put a skin on a laptop right now but this is my favorite kind of integration we're all working together to promote something we believe in yeah yeah as both an investor and hobbyist hey thanks dbrand shout out so wow. i think i've got it pretty decently lined up right now uh, there's no way this battery is made in canada that's gonna be an easter egg framework's canadian they're canadian bros did i say framework dbrand <laughs> framework's not canadian oh it's not quite straight wow oh. Oh, okay. I, I bunged okay. it, dude. I'm ready to submit for I bunged it. Oh, no. Just don't look right there. Just don't look right where? Don't worry about it. Don't, right where? Oh, where? It's not bad. Pretty flat. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, hey. It. Five foot one line. Oh, I know when I'm insulted. Check out the brand at point. <laughs> Over to you, John. Framework is great in our battery endurance <gasps> test, both with and without the GPU. Hey, it's John from the lab. Yeah. Okay. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. That's really good. Yeah. Whoa, how did do so, how did do so well here? Wow. Well, that's good. That's crazy, actually. Okay. Beating Asus and Lenovo by a few hours. We must <laughs> stress test. Hey. Okay. We're doing good. Yeah, I mean, to be clear, like, those bars look a lot higher, you know? But, like, that's another uh, 15 minutes on battery if you're running an intense game. Yeah. So don't, you know, don't, don't, don't closer, read too much into won't. it. And if you rip out the GPU, you'll get even more battery life. However, none of these laptops are industry-leading for battery life. But if the battery in the framework starts to struggle after a few years, at least you can easily replace it. Was this a cold day? No, I don't think two so. Two out of three hosts are wearing toques. Well, okay. Uh, there was some internal drama uh, about a week and a half ago. two week, about, about two weeks ago. Huh? Somebody adjusted the thermostat and Tech Dad was not impressed. That's me. Our thermostat in the warehouse over here, it's great in the winter because it uses um, air conditioning. Okay. In the summer, because we have an air conditioner and not a heat pump here, uh, we use a radiant tube, uh, so gas radiant heating. But because of the build-out that we did in the building, the original radiant tubes, of which there were a total of four in these four units, yeah. well, three of them are gone now. Oh, because they don't fit anymore because they were right. longer than we have left in the building after we built mezzanine over that part. And like, I, I don't know, even if you could leave it there above the mezzanine, you wouldn't because it'd be a fire hazard because you yeah. have something right next to a radiant heating tube. Yeah. So yeah. we only have one. We only have one radiant heating tube in this warehouse and it's at the very end. Now we have a fan. There's a fan that we spent like. It's from, it's from big-ass fans. So it costs like $1,000 to buy this fan and install it. But the shooters never turn it on because it's kind of loud and it's inconvenient to turn it on and off, which I get. I hear you. But someone 
not knowing all of this. So what you're supposed to do is turn on the radiant tube and put on the fan so that it's not just boiling on one side and then cold on the other. Yeah. Uh, So what you're supposed to do is you're supposed to turn on the fan um, and not adjust the thermostat. So someone was like, I'm cold over here and adjusted the thermostat. So the warehouse was freaking like a freaking sauna while while we were going through that cold snap. It's like it was also cooking on the weekends. Guys, did you figure that one out? uh, I don't know. We'll figure that out later. But the the point was like, guys, don't please don't don't touch the thermostat. Look, I know it's not a perfect system, darn it. But just turn on the fan. Just put on the the circulation fan. Um, I think when you hit like late twenties, early thirties, you just start caring about thermostats a lot. Yeah, so just a thing. So logistics um locked they put a lock on the thermostat they took the key and they took it over to the other building because nobody's ever supposed to adjust it and it's possible that maybe they overcorrected and things were cold for a bit but i think they've got it dialed in now got it okay all right so now now you all know the saga of the uh the thermostat adjustment was it chilly that day it's like working behind the scenes maybe yeah as for cooling, they partnered with Cooler Master to design this gigantic heat pipe array, which oh, paired cool. with the liquid yeah, metal cool. resulted in combustor temps that absolutely crushed the... Oh. Whoa. Okay, so whatever complaints other media were seeing if you're with the a, thermal solution, maybe that was an issue with their unit then. If you're having a hard time reading this, uh, the red line is framework, blue line is Asus, yellow line is Lenovo. So they... Yeah, a crushed, I think, is a pretty good word for that. That's mm-hmm. awesome. That's very good. That's a great result. I will yet again, you already said it, I will yet again say it sounds like most, if not all, of the review units were pre-production. Maybe not wise. Yeah. Continuing on. A16 from Asus, which is running the exact same RX 7700S. The framework did peak higher than the Lenovo's RTX 4070, mm. but once the fans ramped up, it held its own. It's important to mention that the Lenovo unit was replaced with Noctua and TH1 in a previous project, so it could be possible that the framework would look even better here to a factory Lenovo. Remember the F1 stress test? That framework performed exceptionally well, staying under wow. 65 degrees in CPU, while the wow. Asus and the Lenovo are both hitting over 70 or even 80 degrees. And that's while maintaining a very Hold solid Lenovo. Are- I think he's talking peaks there. Yeah, but what happened here? These both spike right here, and so this one spikes down. The F one twenty three benchmark is not uh, canned, fully canned. It it runs. Um, it's 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 dynamic. I, okay, sorry. What's the best way for me to describe? It's not exactly the same every time. Yeah, like all the AI is running, all the physics is running. Yeah. So sometimes you can just have something slightly different is going to happen. Something happens slightly different. You should just be kind of looking at overall how it goes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Are both hitting over seventy or even eighty degrees? And that's while maintaining a very solid 4.1 gigahertz on the average clock speed, Whoa. while A16 oh, wow. averaged closer to 2.7. Yikes. To be fair, we ran all these laptops in their default power configurations, but the tough A16's Radeon 7700S is reporting 80 degrees average on the core and 93 on the hotspot. The framework kept to a much more reasonable 68 and 80 degrees respectively. The webcam and microphone, which use the same module as the Framework 13, very cool, look and sound like this. Oh, okay. With a- I was going to say, that was a big audio quality change. Yeah, I know. We got this. <laughs> we got this, bro. Big studio light in front of me. And if you shut it off, like this in a pretty damn wow. crappy environment. Not great. 
not terrible. And I did anecdotally hear that the microphone sounded better than my AirPods Pro too. So cool. And they do at least have physical shutoff switches, which is a nice touch. And we haven't like even that. talked about the display. The Framework 16 holds its own when it comes to color accuracy, reaching an average SDR Delta E of 1.5 and a max of 2.8. That's pretty good. In part thanks to Windows Auto Color Management System, which only seems to support a few select displays. It shifts with it turned off, making the numbers much worse, so we'd recommend using it. The display is bright enough for outdoors at 500 nits. Okay. Motion clarity is decent enough at 165 hertz, which is great for gaming. But there are a couple of issues that are a bit hard to ignore, like the honestly kind of mid-uniformity that results in visible vignetting on web pages and solid backgrounds. And somehow our unit's panel was pinched <laughs> under the removable plastic vessel for some reason. It kind of looks like you could. I've seen that happen a decent amount. This leads me to the price. As configured, ignoring extra accessories like the expansion shell, which isn't included if you spec a GPU yeah. and costs $100 on its own, this is a $2,200 laptop. They're not gouging. Remember, it's a small company building an entirely bespoke laptop that genuinely could, and seems to already be, changing an entire industry. Yeah, and they have to pay their graphic designers to draw those little portraits of everybody. Yeah. That's not free. Yeah. Yeah. The keyboard stability and display uniformity are things that would normally be a deal breaker for me, especially at this price point, and I wouldn't blame you for feeling... They should have an on-site dog sitter. Okay, that's an inside joke people are not going to get. <laughs> but here's the thing. Fixing the keyboard is probably something you can DIY, as Alex showed earlier, and assuming Framework either fixes the issues or comes up with a panel upgrade down the road, I can probably live with that display for a while. For the utter flexibility, repairability, and the simple fact that this could be, theoretically, the last gaming laptop I'd ever need to buy. That's pretty freaking cool. So as long as Framework stays in business and follows through with their promises, I mean, they already have a history of doing so. When the CPU is too outdated or the GPU yeah, isn't strong enough for new games... That's actually a really good point. If these guys came out of nowhere and went straight at, we're doing a gaming laptop... That would have been the wrong move. I wouldn't, have, I wouldn't believe them. Mm -hmm. There's absolutely no way. The only thing that gives this any credibility is the fact that they've already... Oh, I was about to... Okay, sorry. <clears throat> Hold on. Is the fact that they've already delivered multiple generations of upgrades on the Framework 13. So as yeah. far as I'm concerned, I believe them until they screw it up now. Yeah. As opposed to my default state would have been yourself. not believing them until they actually do something before. Yeah. Precedent is good right now board gets gunked up and the battery dies. It's an easy swap. Instead of chucking away an entire machine, you can have your very own laptop of Theseus, and I can't wait to see what the future holds. All that's left is to decide if I want to keep my pre-order. But think of the modules, Jake. Right. And maybe they can make a module that would help me segue to our sponsor, oh, Jawa. We've all been there trying to sell stuff the usual way. That was pretty good. I, I've, ta I've taught them well. Yeah, <laughs> that was pretty good. That was a good video. That was really good. Yeah, it's almost like we job. have a style and we have a really good team and stuff. Um... Yeah, that was that was that was an awesome video. I really liked switching between the different hosts, kind of getting the different perspectives. Great job, everyone! Like, great job. Yeah, that was really good. Really enjoyed that. Yeah, first camera appearance as well. Super good. Oh yeah, John did great. That was great. Yep, I think it's. A, I think it was a, the right call to just keep it for a short period. Because I think that uh, while he did a great job, it can be hard to do like, I, I wasn't there when they were shooting it, but it can be hard to do it like can. long takes, which Absolutely. can make it a lot more work for the editor and stuff. Yeah. Um, and it's, it's nice to ease people into it, you know, get people kind of used to him as well. I also really personally, but you did a good job as a personal opinion flavor thing. I like expert in a thing presenting their section of a thing whether i've always the, really liked that whether they're the best presenter or not yeah you can get away with almost any level of host yeah as long as they're not on camera for too long yeah so that's something that we've used a lot when we've done factory tours for example yeah 
like when I did the Intel tours, I recognized pretty quickly that these were not folks that I could give like a 200 word spiel to. Um, but I can do a little thing. But if I gave them exactly the intonation I wanted, gave them the eyeline and gave them like, like 10 words or something like that, then I could get them in the video. They could do a great job. They could put their best foot forward and then people could hear it right from the experts. And we get that, that balance where I do my thing, which is to be a host and they get to do their thing, which is to be an expert and it enhances the video by, by putting those elements together. Right. And I think that the team did a great job of doing that. Um, really, really good video. There's an official post from Framework on Framework's community page. Oh, can um, I go to your laptop? Sure. It's really long. Oh, wow. Um, but they address a bunch of stuff. High frequency noise from the main board, uh, buzzing noise from graphics module, CPU thermal module performance, uh, liquid metal barrier adjustments, cold GPU performance, uh, DPC watchdog violation blue screen, speech attenuated on the left or right channel, touchpad module sliding friction, display alignment, display color oh gamut, goodness. minor fix and finish okay, to input right, modules, right. keyboard detection, secondary SSD may disappear, display frozen after uh, smart muck switching, and they're... Yeah, so maybe if you're interested, go read that. So what you're trying to say is they're on it like a bonnet. <laughs> Like very very good circle. Yeah, I, thank that you. Was fantastic. Thank you. Um, right, there's a channel super fun how to draw a circle. I watched it. Now I know. Very popular. <laughs> was it? That's a short. Yeah, it has like a hundred million views or something. <laughs> oh, wow. Like most our most successful video ever, and it's just like. Can anyone at the company do a backflip? Yes. We should do how to do a backflip. No, we shouldn't. Why? Because you know who it is. Who? Elijah. What we should definitely do it now. Nope, we really shouldn't. <laughs> uh, Elijah, there you go. There you go. Revive channel super fun nope. by yourself. One short video. How to do a backflip. No, even a little. No other content. No mainline videos. Not even once. None of that kind of stuff. Yeah, how to draw a perfect circle. One hundred and seven million views. Wow, that's ridiculous. Crazy. If he screws up doing a backflip on work on work property and hits his head again, what happens? We're liable. That's why he will never do a backflip on work property. Let, Elijah, if you're watching. <laughs> no. What if you go to a, a trampoline place, like a, a, a gymnastics place with a foam pit, and he backflips into a foam pit? Is he working? Yeah. No. <laughs> okay. Forbidden. <laughs> All right. Can anyone else do a backflip? Doesn't matter. Can you do a backflip? On a trampoline, yeah. Okay. In fact, I think there's a, uh, I think uh, Yvonne uploaded a video of me attempting one at some point on Twitter. Oh. And I... Uh, I it seemed like something you might be able to do. I, I like, you know how our trampoline has the, the yeah. net around it? I like hit the net because I, like I almost backflipped right, like right out of the trampoline because <laughs> it had been a long time and I jumped back instead of jumping up. Uh, anyway. Oh boy. Um, no. <laughs> okay. What else are we talking about? Oh, uh, merch <clears throat> messages. Yeah. Guys, the way to interact with the show. Good gravy. We are an hour and a half in. We haven't even done merch <laughs> messages yet. Luke, how could you allow this to happen? 
Uh, it was my plan all along, actually. I, my, I came in today and I was like, you know what? We need to get 90 minutes into the show before we do merge. I wanted to get home at a reasonable time today. Way to go. <laughs> no. Not going to happen. The way to interact with the show is merch messages. Don't send a super chat. Don't send Twitch bits. Send a merch message. All you got to do is go on LTTstore.com. Find some awesome stuff to check out. Um, first warning, there will be at least several more, but screwdriver bit prices are going to be going up. Taryn came in and he knows how to do proper math for your <laughs> operational expenses. And we are losing money on screwdriver bits. Oh, Basically. That's not good. Once you account for all the handling and everything and overhead, um, they are they are not profitable at six ninety nine for the, the, the big packs of them. I, so I've I heard in school that that's bad. Yeah. No, you didn't. You never took that class. <laughs> the point is pricing will be going up, so if you see bits that you like and they're in stock uh pick them up. Uh, we are going to make sure everyone gets ample warning. I told the guys, I was like, look. We don't want these to, to, to go. You don't want to drop it on people. No, we don't want to drop it on people, and we don't want to go any higher than we have to to make sure that we're above water on this thing. Uh, they're really high quality bits, but guys, we don't want people to feel like uh, you know we're trying to adopt the printer model. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah. Um, that that's not the intent here. But um, so so there's oh. going to be a newsletter. We're gonna we're gonna talk about it. I think it's probably not going to happen for a couple of months. Uh, but yeah, pick up some pick up some bits if you want as a as a merch message. Oh, what now? What? Wait for it. What now? Wait for it. What is it? Oh, this. Okay. Yes. Oh, oh. that was pretty close. <sighs> oh. yeah, We're so, happy that net's there. So I didn't tuck. We're also um, happy you didn't go higher. Yeah. Your, yep. your feet are like right at the rim of that net. Oh, I know. Whew. Yep. Uh, I caught that on the security camera. People are saying scroll down, but I'm not signed in on Twitter, so there's nothing there. <laughs> nice. There's nothing to scroll down to. Um, yeah. So what was I talking about? Oh, I see. Right. Bits are going up. So That's all nice. you got to do is add something to your cart and you'll see a little box for a merch message. It'll go to our producer, Dan. Hey, there he is. Dan, really? You're going to be in your underwear what? for the WAN show? I'm at home. That's fair. Uh, so it'll go to producer Dan. He'll forward it to someone who can answer your question. He'll answer it himself, or he will send it to me and Luke to reply to. Uh, the main highlight items for the store this week are the Steve Turtleneck, which we launched last week. Oh, there's some interesting stuff. Okay, we'll talk about that later. What was that? Don't don't worry about it. Don't what worry about it. Don't worry about it. Don't, 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 don't look at that. Don't look at that. Don't look at that. Uh, so the Steve Turtleneck, this just launched last week. This has been extremely popular. It's got the seam up the middle, just like the classic one that some guy who's known in the tech space used to wear. Uh, yeah. It's a mock neck, so it's not a super high turtleneck. It's very wearable. It's somewhere in between, you know, business and just you can wear it anytime you want. Oh, 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 oh. Uh, anyway we just launched that and then we also have a brand newly launched item the women's pj set which oh. our delightful staff helped us model thank you That's so cool. much everyone for helping out one of those um <laughs> they have they have too much fun in these shoots to be clear it's a, it's a good thing Dang. it's a it's a good thing 
Um, wow, look at that. We even went and used the sets this time. Okay, that doesn't always happen. Cool, good cool. job, everyone. Um, and then, of course, there is something. Uh, hmm. The word wrapping on that. Spin into precision. Ceramic bearing. Internal bit storage. Super high quality construction. That's right. The LTT Precision Screwdriver is coming. All you got to do is put your email here and you will get a notification when it arrives. All right. Merch messages. Dan, hit me. Sure. Let's see. Hello, WAN.DLL. I started my IT career in the mid-90s with mainly PC building. I really enjoy build streams with Linus and the janky cooling adventures with Alex and Linus. Nice. Something coming up? Ooh, janky cooling adventures. Um. Oh, we saw that post on Reddit where someone's trying to passively cool a high-end GPU. Um, we definitely think we have some ideas to contribute to that concept. So we're keeping an eye on it and we are uh, potentially going to make our own run at it. Uh, that's, that's one idea that we had. We, let me try to think if there's anything else. I mean, we just got the Threadripper Pro one up. Okay. We're probably going to do whole editing den water cooling at some point. But I can't promise that's going to happen to any time immediately. This How mad one, are you, Dan? How mad? How mad? Tell him. Am I, Go in. Am I going to get to help? Go in. Uh, well, I don't see why not. Then I'm not mad. Oh, I see how right, it is. Then we're good. All right. Okay, okay, why, but why I have something. I mad about that? Why you, would I You mad? were giving me a talking to the other day about how we about, shouldn't water cool the, the editing machines with whole room water cooling. Or wait, were you on my side and we were talking to Sean and Sean didn't want to do it? I think so, someone didn't I want didn't to do want it. To have, I don't want to have water blocks on the GPUs anymore. Yeah, are we just doing uh, CPU? No. Like, how do we just do CPUs? Okay, but we can quick disconnect all the GPUs? I think we could, yeah. 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 yeah how if about that? If quick disconnects, then it makes it super easy. And yeah. especially if the quick disconnects just go to the back of the case, like, it's not a problem at all. Hey, so AJ. I, I have no issue with it. AJ's in chat, just dot, 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 dot. Uh, yeah, it's going to be awesome. Yeah. It just feels ridiculous to have the air conditioning running in the winter for the editing den. Yeah, no, I, I, I'm, I'm, I was trying to defend it. I don't remember who was against. Someone was against it in that room. I don't remember who it was. Apparently, Dan, you're quiet. Until you said, "Quick disconnects on the GPUs, quiet? right?" Quiet. How the yeah. hell am I quiet? Well, I don't know. You're the producer. Are you asking <laughs> me for? I'm just the yeah. talent. I'm just the face. I do seem. I do seem quiet. I <laughs> fix. Hey, the maintenance nightmare. What's Dan, the benefits? Why didn't you just take a nice mic home? That sounds, no offense, um, not great. Well, he didn't. No? He wasn't in. You would have had to come in. Oh, to get the mic to bring it home. Oh, okay. All right. Well, I remember know. that I'm also on a call. Oh like, yeah. I'm not, you're not hearing my actual mic. Yeah. I don't know. It's what right. Because why would you use your actual mic for a call? It's just a call. <laughs> It's not like it's a podcast that, you know, thousands of people are watching. It's not, like, important or anything. AJ's commenting on the maintenance. <laughs> He's not triggered right now. Look at him go. <laughs> I'm not triggered. I'm not triggered. <laughs> oh, man. This isn't a condenser pencil. Nope. It's, not, it's okay. We can fix that. it with some GoXLRs. Okay. okay. Um, AJ's commenting on the maintenance nightmare. But AJ, just think about it this way. It's just, it's just rampant, ongoing job security. 
Yeah, how would we ever how would we ever get rid of the infra team as long as yeah. we keep implementing these like <laughs> awful infra ideas? <laughs> I think it's yeah, there's got there's got to be some amount of rule of cool and it's pretty cool and it's a bunch of content. Yeah. And ultimately we make content. Yeah, and if you guys don't like them then you can just rip them out after the video's over. Yeah, I don't think we should, but Yeah. 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 What we're we talking about? Even more work. Merch messages. The store something? AJ sold! <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> oh yeah, merch messages. Um, Was there another one? I thought we did two or three. Uh, yep. Oh, hold on, uh, hold on. The Geek of All Things asks, will the precision driver storage need proprietary length bits? That's honestly the biggest reason I didn't buy your other screwdrivers. All I will say right now is people are going to like our bits. You're going to love our bits. You're going to love our bits. Watch this. You're going to love my bits. <laughs> are, are, the, are, are standard screws, are those proprietary length or are they just short? You know, you can get them yeah. other places. Yeah. You can, hack off, you can hack off a standard length one and that it's exactly too. the same shank. Yeah. Uh, or you can put a longer bit in the screwdriver. Knowing you just can't that store it in the handle. You can, no, you can store it in the handle. But oh, you, you have to align the thing. You can only fit six instead of 12. Yeah. Yeah, so, so it's not proprietary. It's not proprietary, but it is less common. Um, the engineering team pointed out that you can actually get those bits more easily if you know what you're looking for. Um, there's little like ratcheting, um, like non-screwdrivers, like 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 ratcheting. I don't know what are they like a socket socket wrench. Wrench. Okay. Yeah, yeah, but not for but not a wrench. Ones that have a little um, socket for a screwdriver bit. Oh. So ratcheting screwdrivers, but like right angle. Okay. Ratcheting screwdrivers. Okay, yeah, I've never and they that. often use low profile bits. So if you get bits for those, they will fit in our screwdriver as well. They are not proprietary. They are just optimized for our screwdriver and they are unusual. Okay. Okay. Now I wanna I wanna play a little game. Tainan's saying, I think we were saying I think we we're more saying uh, the short bits make bit wrenches super nice. Oh, okay. Well, I know for a fact I've found them for sale elsewhere as well. Yeah, like I, I don't, I'm pretty sure they're not proprietary. Basically, our short bits are cool. Yeah. Okay. So this. What's that? Is a prototype of the precision. What's that? Oh, this is a prototype of our bit holder because obviously we're not just going to have a screwdriver. Don't worry about it. Uh, although, although, although. Okay, that's pretty hey, cool. You know? Nice, nice, uh, nice, oh, nice, nice. Oh, casual, casual magnetic. Is it, is it mag- mechanism is for that, the parts tray? Is there magnets in the parts tray? Uh, not now, but yes. Nice. Yeah, yeah. Nice. Yeah. Anywho, anywho, anywho. Um, short bits are not moronic. People who think they are moronic just don't understand. Uh, it improves the magnetism and it's not just a phase, Dad. And uh, makes it fit more things. And it's really useful for those other things. Got them. Anyway, um, while we're doing the next one, I'm going to play a little game where I'm going to spin this. See if it stops before we're done. And we're going to see if it stops before we're done because that ceramic bearing in the top is freaking awesome. Okay. You barely touched it and it's still going. I was going to offer as well because I've got another one here too. Okay. Okay. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. I'm going to give it a really good spin. You got. Oh, sorry. This is a hybrid bearing. Hybrid. Hybrid ceramic bearing. Thanks, Tynan. Uh, Tynan's got my back. Okay. I mean, there's ceramic in it, so I wasn't wrong about that. The ceramic one was too loud. I remember now. Okay. 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 Ready, Dan? 
Uh-huh. Go! Hi, DLL. Other than it has to get done, do you have advice on how to keep your workflow or focus on tasks that you don't find as much passion in? Also, Luke, change your mind. Uh, change my mind. Tarkov is a roguelike. Well, for me, the big one is that I... Oh, man. I'm very distractible. <laughs> a lot of the time, I really do just end up doing it in little chunks. Um, yeah, I think I think one way to do it is to reward yourself for the completion. Or I do it really late at night. Yes. When I can be super I focused. I can focus way better late at night. I, I, like, turn on at probably around 9 p.m. Yeah. And, and it doesn't really, like, turn off until, like, 3 a.m., 4 a.m. And yeah. I can be laser focused and get stuff done. Gamer timing. Also, yeah, it's close to it, uh, except that you can re-extract, which I think is maybe the issue where it fails. But there you go. It's still going. It's still going. And it's... <laughs> wow. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> She's a goer. <laughs> That's wild. Anyway. Um... We, we 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 know we know who our audience is. We see you. <laughs> How do you have one at home, Dan? Uh, prototype because I was yeah. using them for a while. No, no, we There's we've still, issued like, them. Three D printed one. Oh, okay. Yeah, we've issued uh, them to people to get feedback. Though this is very close have, to done. Do you have one of the hybrid ceramic bearing ones? Yes. Yeah. Um, and nice. I've expressed my complaints about that. Yeah. Oh. New ones are even better. I had one. I had one of the first bearing prototypes with the ceramics. Oh, they're okay. still amazing. Still amazing. They're too loud, though. You mean the the, right, the full ceramic bearing? I was just trying to make sure it? you didn't steal it. I'll, yeah, I'll go, I'll go get it. No, we we've Luke, issued. No, you're, you're good. Very, you're, you're good. You don't trust me at all, do you? <laughs> I feel like Remote Dan is like like Dark Side Dan or something. I'm like I'm scared of Remote Dan's power. He's <laughs> got a lot of power. I don't, even have to, I don't even have to be near you to ruin the Wan show. Don't ruin the Wan show. Um, anywho, so Sebastian has built quite a lot of these in various configurations to get feedback from people and make sure that everything's good. Makes One sense. of the really cool things that the team did is rather than using um, uh, a retaining pin like the, uh, the mechanism for the bit storage does in the full-size driver, it's magnetic in this one. So in theory, it should have even better longevity. Cool. And it's uh, it also just is so satisfying. Again, with. again, we see you. <laughs> yeah, this is uh, and, and a lot of people have been like, oh, a um, relationship with iFixit ended. Best friend now, you know, whoever. Went. But not at all. We are not going head to head with iFixit. Our driver is going to be at a very different price point, for one thing. This is not free. Uh, the development wasn't free. It, we think it's a really great driver. We think people are really going to love it. But iFixit is probably going to be more affordable for the foreseeable future. And iFixit has a wide range of products that we couldn't, even if we wanted to, couldn't replicate. Like, we are not going to get into adhesive strips for putting the screen back onto your iMac. That's not happening. We're not going to create guides. We're not going to have this comprehensive... We're not going to partner with Valve 
for Steam Deck replacement parts. So the way that we see it and the way we've, as we've discussed with iFixit, is this relationship continues. We both have very similar values. We both have a very similar mission. We want things to be more repairable. We want things to be more upgradable. We don't want things in landfills. And so what, we have a screwdriver? So what, we're not going to like partner anymore? That would feel kind of ridiculous. Did we want to develop a screwdriver? I mean, yeah, we did, but no, we're not going to, we're not going to terminate our relationship with iFixit over that. That would be silly. Yeah. What wouldn't be silly is picking the next topic. Oh, yeah, sure. I think. Is that right? Are we doing that, Dan? I think so. It just says when after dark on the screen, so mm-hmm. I don't know what to do. Okay, Luke, okay. do you want to pick a topic? I will try to do so. Uh, teenager criminally charged for Snapchat joke. British citizen uh, Aditya Verma? I hope I'm saying that right. Sure. Probably didn't. Uh, Is currently being tried in Spain for causing public disorder over a 2022 airport security incident. He was boarding a plane to the Spanish island of Menorca. Uh, 18-year-old Verma jokingly messaged the friends he was traveling with over Snapchat, quote, uh, quote, on my way to blow up the plane, and then in brackets, I'm a member of the Taliban which I have now said uh, into a microphone on the internet. Uh, <laughs> Look, I'm not saying Hitler was right. Oh, my God. Man, I don't even have to be in the same room, and, and you guys just ruin the WAN show yourself. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I think yours is worse. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> oh, jeez. According according to court testimony, it, it's it's assumed that the message was picked up via Gatwick's Wi-Fi network. Oh no! Uh, Verma okay. says that he was. Oh, interesting. Verma says that he was not using Gatwick's Wi-Fi, but it's unclear whether or not the message's recipients were. Got UK it. security services then alerted Spanish authorities who scrambled two fighter jets. No way. To escort what is the a plane fighter jet going to do if yeah, someone really. is on board a plane threatening if to blow it blow up? If you blow up that plane, I'll shoot it with a missile. <laughs> we'll blow it up before you can blow it up. You can't quit. You're fired. <laughs> Pun <That's>, intended. <laughs> that is an interesting Sorry. one. <laughs> that was a, there's like. <laughs> Let me get that for you. Oh, thank you. Oh, thank you. There's more on the keyboard. Yeah. Nice. Perfect. Um, <laughs> uh, wow. Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah, the two fighter jets were, were scrambled to escort the plane until it landed. Verma was arrested in Spain and later questioned by British intelligence. Wow. Note, there are frequent claims on the internet that Snapchat encrypts pictures and videos, but not plain text messages. However, Snapchat's own website makes no such claim and only says that the messages sent via its service are private Private. Uh, well i mean there's plenty of messages sent on snapchat that are of privates come on i get nothing for that yeah nothing what i spit on your computer one time i I spit on your computer one time i get nothing (laughs) it's pretty good i'm gonna do it myself (laughs) he's gonna ding he's gonna ding he's gonna ding there it is very nice. Without Dan's mic, are they able to hear that very well? I don't know. Doesn't matter. It's the principle of the thing. Yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. Um, yeah, it came, anyways, it came through fine. Nice. Perfect. Jessica said it seems likely that if it were end-to-end encrypted, uh, that they would say so, which I completely agree with. Um, if found guilty, 
Verma could be fined around $24,000 U.S. dollars and made to pay over a hundred grand for the Spanish military's extremely useful, in this case, two fighter jets. Uh, yeah. Wow. Very interesting. Discussion question. Is scanning messages sent over on public Wi-Fi a reasonable security precaution? Is the average person using public Wi-Fi or Snapchat aware that this is even a possibility? Is this a proportionate response on the part of Spanish authorities? So here's the thing. <laughs> no. Buddy's 18. I probably yeah. would have made an edgy joke as I'm driving to the border about, you know, smuggling something when I was 18. I know better now. I've heard, I don't know if this is actually true, but I've heard there are microphones. I've so they heard can, this too. So they can listen to you in your car while you wait to cross the border. I don't know if it's true. Me neither, but I always say nice things. But I just, I just keep... <laughs> or don't say anything. I just keep my damn mouth shut. Yeah. Anytime I'm anywhere near an airport... Anywhere near a border, yeah. anywhere near a customs officer, it's just not worth it. Yeah. But at 18, like, I don't know, man. Like, do we really... Want to crush his life for a joke? But then, like, an 18-year-old can definitely, you know, commit a crime. Yep. So, dude, I don't know. I um I wonder what the age distribution for crimes are. I don't know. Financial ones, way over here. Other more different ones, probably less there. That's interesting too. Type of crime age, yeah. age distribution. Yeah. Like like what's the average murderer <laughs> age? Yeah. You know, what's the average uh, you know, B and E age? I suspect it's actually probably younger. Fairly specific. Could probably skew younger for like break and enter. Yeah, physical crimes probably skew younger. Financial crimes. Yeah, you don't want want to be like senior citizen, like trying to, you know. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, 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 yeah. Old old fisticuffs. Yeah. Um, Difference between smuggling and terrorist threats. Yeah, sure, but like they're going to flag it one way or the other. The response will just be different. And the, the question, our discussion question was, should they be monitoring that? I mean, what I would want to say is they should have had a proportional response based on that he clearly wasn't organized enough to be, you know, not using public Wi-Fi or not using freaking Snapchat for the communication. But the flip side of that is, like, have you ever looked up dumb criminal montages? Like, that's how they catch criminals, is that criminals are dumb as fuck, so... (laughs) Yeah, uh, it's pretty obviously a joke to me, but it's not going to be obviously a joke to everyone. Um... But, I mean, fining him $124,000 when he's 18. Um, like, he's going to have to declare bankruptcy. That's that's life-changing stuff right there. Can you declare bankruptcy on a government fine like that? I don't know. I don't know how bankruptcy works. I've never been bankrupt. Yeah, me too. I know you can't for student loans because you hear that on the internet. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's that's like a thing. That's I think. a thing. At least in the states. Can you can can you for this like isn't in the states? But can you do that for defamation settlements? I have no idea. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, sponsors? Sure. Yeah. <laughs> the show is brought to you today by AG One. 
There it is. Have you been neglecting your daily nutritional intake? AG1 is a convenient supplemental drink to help fill in some of those nutritional blind spots. One scoop has 75 different vitamins, minerals, and antioxidants, and AG1 is made to promote gut health and give you a little pick-me-up in the morning. It's made without artificial flavors or sweeteners, so you can enjoy it by yourself or add it to a quick breakfast smoothie. They have a high standard of sourcing to ensure the best ingredients and... Even a few members of our team use AG1. It's great for vegan, paleo, and keto diet folks out there. Plus, if you're already taking lots of different vitamins every day, AG1 might save you a few bucks. So start with AG1 and take ownership of your health. You can get a free one-year supply of vitamin D3 plus K2 and five free AG1 travel packs with your first purchase. Exclusively, I don't know if this is actually exclusive to us, at drinkag1.com slash wanshow. The show is also brought to you by Squarespace. What? When show. Well, that's what it's called. Squarespace is an all-in-one platform that makes it easy to get your website up and running quickly. They have lots of beautiful templates for you to start from zero. And with their easy-to-use website builder, you can move things around and change text without any coding experience at all. Their templates cover all kinds of businesses and Squarespace... uh, is consistently improving. Now they have templates for courses. It's perfect for fields like cooking classes, makeup classes, and any online teaching programs. Squarespace also offers marketing solutions like built-in SEO tools, email campaigns, and social tools. You can get all these things done on one platform. And then if you want to take your site to another level, Squarespace can also help you match up with an expert. Oh, that's cool. They can help you polish an existing site or build a new one from scratch. Oh, that's super cool. So go yeah. to squarespace.com uh, forward slash when and get 10% off today. Forward slash when. Uh. Finally, the show is brought to you by Vessi. <laughs> it rained 149 out of 365 days in 2023 here in Vancouver. But thank goodness we had Vessi, our sponsor, to keep our socks dry. Vessi's here to help you walk through puddles instead of around them. Uh, I still wouldn't do that because, yeah, you see how his foot splashed there? That can definitely hit the cuff of your other leg, pant leg. Yeah, see that? Yeah, see, your 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 pants will get wet, actually. At the Okay, yeah, that one's not too bad. That's a controlled walk, but the other one was pretty, pretty hardcore. Anyway, the point is, their shoes are stylish and comfortable, and most importantly, they say 100% a waterproof... Uh, Unlike your Rubbermaid rain boots that are unbreathable, Vessi weaves waterproofing technology into the knit to keep them breezy. They have all kinds of different shoes for different occasions, from slippers to their most adventure-ready Ulta High Top, which is designed to take on slippery, slushy, chilly winter conditions. Not much of an adventurer? Their weekend and everyday classic sneakers are great for just wearing about. Cleaning is super easy. For the weekend shoes, they are machine washable, or you can just wipe them with a sponge. So don't let the rain stop you from moving. With a 365-day guarantee, you can leave your wet socks in the past by heading to vessi.com slash wanshow to get 15% off your purchase with code WANSHOW. Thank you. Thank you for helping with that. No problem. Oh, it's time for merch messages. Dan, why don't you go ahead and uh, hit me? (laughs) Am I supposed to be doing this as well? I don't know if I have this in me. Well, I'll try. Yeah, yeah, merch message. uh, Hey, DLL. uh, My mother (laughs) received a USB to USB-C cable in the mall, in the mail, uh, that she didn't order. Cut it up and threw it away. But I'm wondering how a scam like this would be cost-effective. 
was it a bad one? Did you did you run it through a tester? There are testers to find out if they're malicious cables. Um, but I would not imagine a scam like that, that to be particularly cost-effective, depending on... It depends if they're targeted. Like If, if, if it's targeted, yeah. If this yeah. person's mom works in um, like a medical field yeah. or something like that, and they, they were trying to target them for, for patient data or something, then absolutely it would be cost-effective. But yeah, I know, if they were just I know like, certain uh, medical procedures she performs. Wow. No, I'm, I'm just... I'm just teasing. Wow. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I can't imagine just randomly shipping out a thousand USB cables. Like, would it depends, though. Be valuable if they're the ones that are uh, that, oh. that you can that, that you know have Wi-Fi and stuff built into them. Like, if it's an OMG cable or something like that, yeah, it's definitely not cost-effective. Those are quite expensive. But if all it has in it is a tiny amount of storage and it just farts a little payload onto your computer yeah i still think it would probably need to be targeted though because like you're still paying shipping all this other kind of stuff and what do you what do you hmm? the shipping's cheap in the uk though Mm. and like there's a lot of places actually that shipping is super cheap compared to to canada canadian shipping canadian shipping is send a cable to someone it's like 15 dollars yeah be down the road yeah uh yeah. Oh, uh, Cohen Lemon says uh, you would target a neighborhood where it's just generally wealthier people. Mm. So you just send them to like a wealthy you could zip code. Totally do that with yep. with shipping too. So yeah, I mean it could it could be like I would call that. I'm just making this up on the spot, but I would call that like soft targeting. WAN database, Arthur. You don't know the half of it. Royal Mail is super cheap compared to what we have to pay. I mean, it makes sense. You guys are like. Weeny weeny, now that you don't own the whole world. Little How's small. it feel? Very small. Got him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, their their ruler is still on our money. So. Yeah, why do we have to have stupid so Charles stupid. on the money? So stupid. I didn't even mind it when it was Elizabeth. She seemed generally not the stupidest. And monarch. at least it didn't like her, her whole thing with the, the car was very funny. I'm going to screw up that story if I try to sell it. So I'm just not, um, but yeah. And at least it didn't like change. Like we, we had to incur, I'm assuming a relatively significant expense to like reprint a bunch of money. Well, no, they don't reprint it. They just print what they like. Oh, okay. Print. So just change the design and continue forward. Yeah. Got yeah. It. That's not too bad. Though. But like eventually they do <coughs> recall, old series and and issue new series yeah yeah, yeah. but Routinely, that's though. that's generally for security yeah more than it is for just like yeah yeah it's, redesign. A, it's a different old person on the thing i thought they issued a redesign i, I didn't really follow it though. yeah i mean there was still design time <laughs> there's still it's still a pain but uh yeah anyway yeah why not put more loons or geese on the money? Yeah, I mean, I'd be, I'd be, I'd that. be down. Why don't we put freaking Terry Fox on the money? Yeah, like well, what he the was. fuck? Well, uh, for what? $5 for like a bill, limited series or something? No, well, just put him on so. there. I didn't think it was. Oh, is he? I don't Terry know. I, I, I never carry cash anymore. Money. I thought he was on five dollar bill. Or like something. we have Canadian heroes. In twenty twenty, a short list of eight bank notable Canadians uh, were to be portrayed on the five dollar vertical polymer bills in place of Laurier. Uh, it's like five, six hundred nominees. Terry Fox. So yeah, I guess it was limited. I didn't realize it was limited. Well, that's stupid. It should just be. It should just be Terry Fox forever. Yeah. Like for for real for real guys. Uh, if you don't know who Terry Fox is, 
He's an absolute unit. You should oh, go yeah. read about him. It's one of the most inspiring stories that you will ever hear. He's incredible. What a Chad. Yeah. Absolute what a unit. All right. Apparently, for a limited time, more? he was also on our loony. Well, it should just be all the time. Yeah. 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 Okay, yeah. you heard yeah. it here first. Yeah. Ugh. We're advocating for Terry Fox on all the money instead of King Charles. Yeah. Like, how many, how many greater thans would we need? And the government for Terry of Canada Fox should versus King take Charles. Over, uh, Tim Hortons. Those two things should happen. <laughs> okay, I don't know that I would want the Canadian government running it, but how about some Canadians? Yeah. How about that? Fair enough. Okay, we can agree on that. Yeah. Very good. Very good. Very good. Okay. Very good. <sighs> How many marathons has Charles know. run? <laughs> Fewer than Terry, probably. <laughs> and Terry didn't finish one. What was at the end of the marathon? What was the goal for, for Charles? Well, I'm not, I'm okay, not gonna, okay. I'm not he finished, to be clear, he path. finished a lot of marathon distances, but I mean the one, the marathon. And you guys will have to read about him if you want to learn about Terry, okay? Yeah. 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 <clears throat> Remember having Terry Fox Day and sports events at school? Yeah, it was great. I love that they did that. They still do. Great. Yeah, Terry Fox Day is totally still a thing. That's very good. We should have Terry Fox Day forever. Yeah. Until we get a better Canadian than Terry Fox, yeah, we should good have luck. Terry Fox Day. Yeah, good luck. So we'll have Terry Fox Day forever. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like that's a thing that would actually get Canadians like really riled up if people tried to like go in on Terry Fox. Oh. I think that would be guns out time. Yeah, unacceptable. I'm talking these, but, you know. Yeah, no, unacceptable. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. Don't go after Terry Fox. Yeah, man, I'd be really angry. Uh, me too. I would actually, yeah. <laughs> like, I you can see his face. Even, <laughs> you, you went there for a second. Like, no, man. Oh, boy. Oh, you don't. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, you know, you don't. <laughs> Leave Terry alone. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. All right. All right. Next one. Sure. Hey, LLD, I've just finished my first week at my first job at 19, and I love it, though I struggle to keep my personal life from affecting my work and do not want it to affect this one. Any advice? Hmm. <sighs> That's tough, man. Like, um, I don't think it's possible. Like, I think I speak for both of us when I say there have been times when our personal lives have affected work. Oh, yeah. And affected, like, our work with each other. Yeah. In a negative way, yeah. to be clear. Like. And probably vice versa. But yes, in a negative way, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Well. I, I, okay. Okay. Here's an example. I've had a pretty tough five months or so. I think it's probably affected how short I've been sometimes. I'm not proud of it. Oh, fuck off. <laughs> you can't see my face either, but... Uh, <laughs> oh, died. man. I'm oh, it. man. Okay, sorry. Don't make me spit on your laptop again. <laughs> oh... <laughs> All right, sorry. That was a serious moment. Anyway, the point is, do your best, right? Um, other people don't deserve to deal with your baggage. And if you have the right mindset about it, the relationships you build at work and the things you do at work can be an oasis. Um, there, at there, times, yeah. There have been times in my life when I'd rather be working. 
There have been times where I I didn't want to go home because by working, I was very focused. Yep. So uh, I'm not saying that that's healthy. I'm just saying that you should you should try try to make the most of of it. Uh, wow, I don't know how to say your name, but someone someone in Philippine chat said nineteen is too young to be mature enough to keep mentally separate. He will get there. That's another thing that honestly I would back up a little bit. It I find it gets a little easier to to kind of split things when you need to and to emotionally moderate as you get older. I have found that personally. I don't know how. I mean, hormonally, it makes sense because yep. you just kind of get a little they start decreasing yeah you get you get just a little more um a little less juiced yeah pretty literally yeah um yeah i don't know it's tough though there's gonna be times where you're not gonna be able to completely do it step one is recognizing that it's a potential problem though yes that can help a lot being cognizant of it is you can self-analyze in a in a situation and and Try to figure out, like, okay, I'm not going to be able to handle this properly. Do I need to remove myself from this scenario? And it helps not take things personally. Yeah. Like, if someone's like, you know, yo, you know, this work isn't up to your usual standard. Uh, We need an improvement. You know, let's let's say you end up in a coaching session or something because it's been going, it was ongoing for a while and it's like really affecting the quality of the work, hypothetically. Right. So if you can basically go, hey, hey, I am not being attacked. This is I am capable of more and I need to and I need to refocus if I if I want to perform at the way that, you know, I want to perform, which will be good for my career. Um, I'm being compensated you know, and, for, et cetera, et cetera. And all of this, right, you know, <laughs> assumes that everyone's acting in good faith, right? Like you might just have like a shitty boss or something like that and they're just totally. beating you up or, or whatever, right? Like I Yeah. I, I'm assuming a best case scenario where where you're you're in a job that you know has a, in a you're in a healthy workplace environment at a at a healthy company where where feedback is given in a in a respectful professional manner. But um, there's definitely ways that you can utilize being aware of it to to help to to modulate yourself, moderate yourself. Both, I guess. Yeah, it worked. But yeah, I mean, you're going to go through some stuff. Um, I think as people start getting into their twenties and thirties grandparents start to kind of pass away at a fairly high rate dan vale's giving me a posture check on float plane sorry thank you dan vale <laughs> everybody, everybody, everybody take the posture check um but yeah you, you start kind of going through some stuff um relatives passing away um yeah relationship is a big one it's like relationship maybe maybe you'll break up with your significant other Yep. Or, or maybe your significant other is going you through something. And that'll be worse. Yes. To be completely honest. Yep. Seen that before. And and uh, what if your significant other is going through something really, really hard and the support of that person is very draining and mm-hmm. you're just gassed out emotionally when you get to work? Uh, like there's, there's, there's just so many different things that can come up yep. that can make emotional regulation difficult and that will affect your work. So just try your best. Next one. No, we don't need a shock collar for posture checks, Corey G. I've spent enough of my life with a shock collar on. (laughs) And the one Elijah got for that video is flipping crazy. Like, I think Mehdi actually felt bad about shocking me with it. And normally he just shocks me because he thinks it's hilarious and he has no remorse whatsoever. (laughs) 
is very painful. That's rough. All right. Hit me, Dan. Hi, LLD. Scrapyard Wars is what brought me to your channel. Love to hear it's returning. Can you share any details about it? I love to see the content about older and budget good enough hardware. Uh, right now, the only thing that I can share is that we are shopping it to sponsors. As soon as we have one, we're going to lock in some production dates. The concept is really good, but I don't want to say what it is yet because I would love for it to just be a surprise. I don't even think I know what it is. No, you don't. Oh. I think that gives you an unfair advantage, sir. Uh, no, it doesn't. Oh, okay. Yeah, it'll be fine. Sounds good. Yeah. I'm excited. If anything, this will be the most fair one in a very long time. Oh, wait, I think I do know what it is. Oh, okay. Well, then. Sh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Oh, more topics? Okay, let's do topics. Luke, what do you want to do for a topic? Uh, bu -bu -bu -bu. We've got... Whoa, something's happening to the dog. <laughs> what, what's going on? Is it just like drawing smiley faces? Was that you? What? The, uh, In the dog? The teenager criminally charged for Snapchat joke. There's just like random... <laughs> oh, no, I mashed your keyboard. <laughs> it made a bunch of smiley faces. That's amazing. Um, okay. Oh, here, hold on, hold on. Really quick here, guys. So here's what he's talking about. Um, I had planned to do this this week. Someone posted on, oh, yeah. where'd it go? Yeah. I even brought my Apple TV, uh, but someone posted on Reddit after I had complained last week about how it was impossible for me to cancel my Apple Arcade subscription from my Apple TV. Uh, someone posted saying they didn't appreciate, um, the, the negligence and the way that I ranted about it without actually checking if it was true. Um, I responded on Reddit saying, hey, um, I see your screenshot that shows you are able to cancel it. I don't know if this is a regional difference. I don't know if it's a change. It's definitely something I experienced. Here's a link to someone else who experienced the same thing that also links to Apple's own support documentation that verifies that there is no way to cancel it on Apple Arcade or without installing iTunes. So I don't know what to tell you. They deleted the post. We had a good chat about it in the pre-show. They're actually a Floatplane subscriber. So we're all cool. Everything's cool. Yeah. But I had intended to do a segment where I try it live. I'm going to subscribe to Apple Arcade again, and then I'm going to try to unsubscribe. Uh, but Dan isn't in this week, so uh, I guess we're going to do it next week. I'm just letting you guys know I haven't forgotten about it, and I do want to get to the bottom of that. I suspect it's a regional requirement. Could be. Some some country requires you to be able to cancel it through whatever or something. Well, now that we know that Apple plans to allow third-party marketplaces allow um, in the EU only, it's very clear that Apple has regional different flows yeah. depending on the region and that they can do that. Yeah. Or at least they will at that time. Yeah. Uh, gaming is still bleeding jobs. So far in 2024, the gaming industry has lost a total of around 5,670 jobs. Um, I know this isn't just gaming industry, but if you go to layoffs.fyi, which is a pretty cool website, um, it shows that in 2024 so far, 91 tech companies with layoffs have uh, accumulated 24,564 employees laid off. Um, that isn't just gaming, though. That's that's like tech industry in general. So those, those are definitely different things. Uh, more than half of the job losses seen in the gaming industry, at least over the... Ca uh, hmm? Told around 5,670 jobs. More than half the job losses seen over the course of last year. Yeah, so we've already lost 
over half as many jobs in 2024 as we did in all of 2023. Yeah, maybe so in this pace, gaming specifically. In gaming. Yeah, yes, not, in gaming. Not, not in tech, because no. tech was over 250,000 Oh, tech was people. brutal last year. Yeah. Um, so I, I just keep inserting tech, even though that's not what the topic is talking about at all, which is which is very cool of me. Um, however, uh, I mean, about confusion and a lack of communication, meaning they didn't know whether or not they still have a job. Riot Games has announced they're laying off around 11% of their global staff, 530 employees, while CEO Dylan uh, Jadea, <laughs> they put in the pronunciation, that's sick. Wow, shout, um, shout out Jessica and Riley. Yeah. Jadea claimed, uh, quote, as CEO, I'm accountable for the changes we're making and where we're headed in, heading in the future. He likewise described these layoffs as the result of several risky management decisions, including the company doubling its headcount over the course of only a few years and taking big bets in 2019 that didn't pay off. It is unclear from the memo whether Riot leadership will be undergoing any changes or sustaining any pay cut. Notably, Judea was present, uh, president of the company for six years before becoming CEO in 2023. Riot says they will be offering uh, departing staff at least six months of severance pay uh, with a top-up to cover their health benefits, six months of access to job placement services, and a laptop for job search purposes if they don't have one hmm. holy crap that's really generous that's insanely severance. generous uh laid off staff holding work visas will be given additional support to aid them with their immigration status uh, that's wow. that's pretty good i mean the, our discussion question is is there a right way to handle layoffs i'd say even half of that <clears throat> would have been pretty darn right way very like yeah yeah that's, that's a lot half a year of salaries wild that's really outstanding. I mean, that would that would give me a lot of confidence to apply to a company like Riot, knowing that, okay, I'm either... If it doesn't work out. If it doesn't work out, these are people who, when they make a mistake, they make a good faith effort so to deal with it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, sometimes you hire someone and you know what? This project, it doesn't make sense anymore. Uh, but at least they're they're taking it on the chin. They're eating the cost. Dude, 530 employees, six-month salaries? Yeah. That's <sighs> millions and millions of dollars. Wow. Like, they are, they are putting their money where their mouth is and taking care of... Taking care of the errors that management made that led to these redundancies. I think that's really... That's huge. Wow. Yep. That's, wow. that's a big move. Yeah. Love to see it. You know what I'd love to see a lot less than that? This is great. I hope you haven't read this yet. During a recent CNBC interview, Hewlett Packard CEO Enrique Lores oh. made a series of what are uh, described in our, in our notes as <clears throat> inflammatory statements. Um, in other words, he was a raging shithead. He said... <laughs> That customers who buy printers are, and this is a quote, an investment. And that if that customer doesn't buy enough ink and supplies, they are a bad investment. I would hazard to believe they're selling their printers at a loss. If they were, I would maybe understand this statement. 
I'm not sure I'm convinced of that anymore. I seriously doubt they do. Laura's further stated that in the long term, HP wants to make printing a subscription. That is a direct quote, which will reduce the barriers to printing. Are you f***ing listening to yourself, sir? Could you be more out of touch? (sighs) Commercial? Okay. Fine. Let's talk about that. For my inkjet ass printer that I use like once every six months, no. If I want to buy a little syringe needle nonsense thing and inject some stupid crappy third-party ink into my thing because it clogged and I don't feel like getting a brand new one, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do that. They put, they put chips in their ink cartridges now. Do you know that? Did yeah, you? and and let's talk about that for a second because the next point, which I I have this also heard great. about, this, this is great, enraged me. I want I wanted to do it, but you you do it, you do it. I I took all your topics today. You do it. <laughs> Laura's likewise alleged that viruses can be embedded in third party cartridges and used uh, to infect a user's network through their printer. Research firm Actionable Intelligence proved that this kind of attack was theoretically possible in 2022 in response to an HP bug bounty, but HP has acknowledged that there are no known cases uh, such as a uh, such as a hack that have occurred um, what would be crazy if you stopped making them that way so that this wasn't possible why does the cartridge have a it's chip in your it? fault okay <laughs> discussion question yeah. when will the EU come for HP hopefully quickly now yeah do are there any EU regulators? Like, can we can we get can can I get in touch? Because I have ideas. Like, I'm I'm down. If any if anyone actually like has the ear of anyone who works at any like EU regulatory bodies that deal with this kind of stuff, man, I'd be happy to chat. Free, I want to chat. Consulting. Look, I'm not saying that government regulation is the answer to everything. I'll meet you on your hours. It's not. But when this is what's happening, if this is what the free market says is okay, then we can't f- do the free it because market. Because the, the terrible things that we're currently doing might be dangerous for you if you try to circumvent them. What? We opened up this attack vector. We opened Pandora's box. So now, um, you know, that's not on us. That's on you. <laughs> no. F- off. Oh, man. Yeah, Q Capal Capla forty two says hashtag framework printer. Don't imagine for a second I haven't brought it up. The issue is that there's a small handful of companies that own basically Patents. every printer related yeah. intellectual property thing. Mm-hmm. Good friggin' luck. Yeah, that makes sense. Darn it. <sighs> That was that was like I was laughing during the I I did I did read this ahead of time. I was laughing during the first paragraph and I was enraged during the second one. Just what a joke. Yeah. What a joke. Gross. We need to sell you armor because our car randomly tries to stab you in the chest. Yeah. It's like what, what, d- 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 make it stop doing that. Yeah. Like yeah. yeah how about just don't do that? <sighs> Anyways, what else we got today? Oh my god, we have uh, we had so many product announcements that I just like didn't even talk one? about. Um, okay. Did we even talk about this? I'm so sorry. I no, I don't think so. 
I've been wearing it for the show. How did we have so many product things today? That is, this is a lot of stuff. We have a short circuit t-shirt. It's like the short circuit long sleeve, but it's a t-shirt. Look how cool it is. Yeah. Damn, that's a cool shirt. It's pretty cool. Yeah. And there's, but wait, there's more. We have a white shirt now. It's 100% cotton for people who like... Oh, it's just a plain white shirt. 100% actually... cotton. Sweet. And it's it's got a really great hand feel still, even though it's not the same material as our typical shirt. Uh, it's a bit heavier. Uh, oh, yeah. Look at that. Okay. Heavier. Uh, whatever this... Were, grams per square meter. I, I forget what this is. I'm, I made that up. That maybe is what it is. But it's a little bit on the heavier Sounds side reasonable. to... Um, to To hide those. To be a little less yeah. see-through. Pure white shirts, as cool as they are, can have yep. some see-through issues. So, But really yeah. similar fit to mm-hmm. our 60-40 cotton poly tees and uh, looks great all the way from think that's extra what, small to triple XL. I think that's what HP does when they sell you printers. Yeah, 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 yeah. We've all seen yeah. the bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, was there anything Holy else? Holy crap. I think is, you did everything else. Okay. It, did, I, uh, did I hit everything else? I think so. Yeah, okay. All right. Um... Yeah, I don't know. Maybe we'll just talk about them again next week or something like that. Maybe try try and double dip. Yeah, we'll be like Apple. We'll just double dip, and, and then you, you got to do it a lot. And you got to pay times. a subscription once we send it to you. Got to send us our like protection money <laughs> for your shirt. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, next topic. Uh, yeah. Why no super review? Oh, Nvidia launched the RTX 4070 Super last week on the 17th. And we'll be launching the 4080 Super next week on January 31st. There was also a 4070 Ti Super, I think. I can't remember which other Super there was. It doesn't matter. The point is, we haven't done an LTT review of either of them. um, Because we didn't feel like dealing with NVIDIA's six embargoes. Six? For this launch. For For each of the three cards. And remember, guys... These are not new GPUs. These are a thing that we already had, but like slightly recomajiggered. Six. And they had six embargoes. Is that three per card? That is two per card. There were three cards. Oh. Yeah. So there's an unboxing embargo for and each then a card. And review embargo? And then a review embargo. Oh, wait. Did I say six? I meant nine embargoes. So... Or maybe it's not nine, because at least one of them has a separate review embargo Software? for the Founders Edition. And for the AIB cards. Oh. I, can't, I can't remember, but basically I saw the schedule and I said, okay, number one, f*** off NVIDIA. Just launch them. Just launch them. We'll yeah. be happy to review them. We'll put them all together. Number two, I just, I'm sorry, but I just, I just think it's ridiculous for our viewers to have to dig through all these different videos. Uh, you don't want you on nine videos? Yeah, no. What no, do you mean? But because every one of the like following videos is just going to be all the graphs you just looked at Plus with one, one more card. data point on it. <laughs> so we made the decision when we saw this to do one review video. What a Terry move. Of the new super lineup. Thank you. Um, it wasn't just my decision. We talked about it as a team. Cool. Um, we just looked at it and we went, this is absurd. Maybe, you know, if we have time, we'll do a couple of them on short circuit. But no, we're going to do our review of Super. You guys can just watch one video. You'll know everything you need to know about Super. The Super 4000. Yeah, exactly. Sounds cooler. Yeah, no, just just ridiculous. <clears throat> so, 
Instead, you guys got the, you know, how we're parallelizing our GPU benchmarking video, which is going to be super cool. Super cool. Get it? Uh, because, and you won't necessarily see it on the super review here, but in future, we are going to be able to hopefully massively increase the number of fresh results that we can have on our benchmark charts. Um, because as you guys know, we retest as long as there isn't a new driver. What was that? Did you hear that? Yeah. Uh, is I, that I opened still? a video on YouTube and I guess it was still piped through. Cool. Okay. The point is, um, okay. Okay. We're muted. No, the, the, the video. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's okay. fine. Uh, the point is that we are, so we're able to provide fresh testing data and we'll be able to provide so much more. So as long as they're, um, unless, as long as they're, unless there hasn't been a driver update at all, no OS updates, no driver updates, we retest and we'll be able to do that with a much, much wider pipe with the three CPUs that we have found are within, I think it ended up being like 0.25% of each other um, in productivity. It doesn't matter. It's in the video. Speaking of which, I don't yeah, have it memorized. you should watch that video too, because you're talking about GPU testing, but the CPU testing video was sick. No, no, no. That's for GPU testing. Oh, it's the same thing. Yeah. No, 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 no. It's not the same thing. No, so, I meant you're, we're talking about the same video. We were talking about the same video. And a lot of people misunderstood that. Um, we are validating CPUs that are... The intro explains it pretty well. It's just a long video. Nearly identical to each other so that when we are doing GPU testing, we can test three GPUs at a time. Yeah. Instead of one GPU because at a time Because if your standardization bench. bench has a delta of, what was it, 8% or something? I don't remember what the percentage was. It was, was. as it much as 8%, and I think that was in Factorio or something Got it, like yeah. that. If it has that much of a delta, then all your results are screwed. Yes. So you, you need similar platforms yes. for standardization. And um, so, so a lot of people <laughs> cool seemed video. really confused really well by that video. Like, I remember seeing one bit of feedback on it that <clears throat> we should... Um, if we, oh man, I, f I forget what it was, but it was basically like, no, you should just rerun the benchmark more times. And I'm like, no, 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 we already, we already do that. Yeah. This is, to, that, that's not what, that is not what we're talking about at all. We already do multiple runs and then uh, the outliers go away and then the median or mean or whatever. We have smart people who do that stuff. Um, yeah, really cool video. That kind of thing doesn't get a lot of views, but what it is, is it's foundational. So when the Labs website is fully launched, when we start to populate it with articles, this is what we're going to be able to kind of point people to and go, okay, yeah, this is the rigor that is going on behind the scenes so that when you guys just see a graph on the Labs website, you'll know it's good to go. And in a way, I'm actually, I'm really looking forward to the Labs website because there's yeah. going to be so much less possibility for human error. Like even in that video, after all the after all the QC, there were like there were I think two bars that were oh because you can update it mislabeled. One of them was one percent, and one of them uh, said one it said one percent when it was supposed to be averaged, and it averaged when it was supposed to be one percent. But when everything's coming straight out of the results database, and the graphs are just automatically generated, we don't have to worry about human input creating graphical assets. Yeah, uh, that'd be nice. It's gonna be. I so mean, good. There, there could still be issues with anyways. Whatever. Nothing. Yeah is infallible yeah but it'll be nice but it'll there will be less human intervention which yeah. is which and with is the good. site at least even if there are still issues uh we can update it 
Um, a lot of people asked, and this is a question that's coming up here. Why not just force the clock speed? Do you do that? Do you run your computer like that? No? Oh. It's actually a surprisingly unrealistic thing in current year. Yep. 100%. So, uh, no, we, we think it's worth the work of making sure that we are running the system the way that you would run the system. So that's why we. That's why when it was time to get over ten CPUs, we went for a modern top tier chip because we want to see what the maximum difference that we can see in these GPUs is, assuming that we can reduce the other system bottlenecks as much as we can. And we spent the time testing it to make sure that we have consistency. We're going to have to continue to revalidate, and with every new platform, we're going to have to do this process again. <laughs> but you guys are worth it you guys are worth it these things take time man like i think i think a lot of people are are looking at the slow progress in the lab going like oh yeah you know like why is it so slow you know why why were there mistakes Science and engineering takes time man. and it's just like guys because there's always going to be a little bit of learning as we go yeah and these things take time yeah it's going to keep getting better though that i can promise you it's going to keep getting better Oh yeah, it was a great video. It was fun. Doesn't get a lot of views, that kind of thing, but yeah, that's what it is. Unfortunately, that's okay. We're just going to do it because we care. And at the end of the day, if those kinds of videos just don't get views, then that's fine. We'll have the website, but we still want everything we do to have this foundation. That's what we are building towards. That's the that's the vision from our chief optometrist. <laughs> I still like Chief Eyeball Officer. But anyways, uh, Disney's holodeck. Disney has unveiled a working model of what they're calling the world's first multi-person, omnidirectional, modular, expandable treadmill floor. Okay. I intentionally have not watched this oh, video really? yet. Because it sounds too good to be true. And if I was going to be disappointed... I wanted it to happen in front of y'all. So this is this is not actually a this week thing. I've already seen this. This is from last week, but it's sick. Uh, okay, that looked amazing. Uh, yeah. Are you kidding me? No. How does it know? They also are they just all on bearings? Like, what am I looking? Well, at? it's it's always pulling you kind of to the middle ish. How do you stand still? Multiple people. Shut up. Multiple people, one platform. And you can tell even just by how he stands. And in an earlier portion of the video, you see him walk into the room. And some of uh, his natural gait actually makes it look, I think, like it's not working as well mm. as it is. Just because he's a bit of a shuffler? A little bit of a shuffler, yeah. Mm. Which makes you think that it's maybe not doing as well. But you see him walking on normal floor beforehand, and you can kind of see that happening. Um, I think it's incredibly impressive. Uh, people say, can you run? I uh, don't not right think now, there's uh, visual evidence of that, but I think they say that you can. They have a really, really cool dance demo. moves. Yeah, they have a really cool demo somewhere in the video. Yeah, that's okay. You guys should go it. watch it. Are you, are you talking about him sitting on the chair and them rolling him around on it? Yes. What the so heck? So that's at f like four minutes and 30. Yeah. Go um, check out the video. They also show not even a person, which I think is 
incredibly interesting. I think it's like a, a teaser at the end or something. I don't remember what it is, but they show and you should watch it uh, when he's sitting on the chair. They're like whipping it around. He's moving very fast, yeah. which is also interesting. Um, at one point in time, they just put an apple box with yep. no one on it and it just cruises around on and it. they make it move. This is wild, which dude. is incredibly interesting for a huge amount of applications. Because it's omnidirectional conveyor belt at that point. I just hope Disney doesn't patent it and then oh, they're like definitely only that. use it in their parks. Oh, they're like definitely going to do that. And then they did say it just never it has, exists anywhere it else. It has applications in other things. So I suspect okay. they might try to patent it, but I also suspect they might try to like license it out to other people. Okay. Um, because they talked about how it has applications in a wide variety of things, not just their parks. Yeah. So, so I hope it just yeah. doesn't end up. So there's like one ride. Yeah. You know, some Star Wars experience, and that's the only place it ever exists. You get ever. like forced pulled or something. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> guys, oh my God. I wasn't done the sentence, guys. I know they're going to patent it. <laughs> um. I just don't want it to only exist in one theme park experience and then nowhere else. Okay, our last big topic for the week. Twitter pumps Mr. Beast video. This is kind of hilarious. Who didn't see this coming? (laughs) Mr. Beast recently uploaded a video to Twitter in order to test how many views and how much revenue it could get on the platform. It seems that Twitter, being the, you know, totally... um, fair platform that it is you know town square etc decided to put a thumb on the scale (laughs) mr beast's video was heavily promoted by official twitter accounts by elon musk himself and by twitter's advertising platform as an unlabeled ad very cool Uh, many twitter users complained that the video was absolutely everywhere and that they would sometimes see it again and again while they were scrolling. Uh, it was only obvious that the post was classified as an ad if the user clicked on a drop-down menu, and you can actually see this down below. Report ad, why this ad? Uh, Mr. Beast made around a quarter million dollars from this video, which he has already allocated to prizes in a giveaway. I believe he actually announced the winners of the of the giveaway today. Uh, he gave 10 random followers on Twitter $25,000 each. Um, so our discussion question is, what is the point of this? <laughs> they gave Mr. Beast a big hunk of cash that they know is not representative of typical revenue for a video on the site. I think they were hoping to get away with it. If Jimmy's future content doesn't perform the same way that this one did, he's not going to keep uploading. If other creators see you singling out Jimmy and then don't achieve similar results, they're not going to keep uploading. Yeah. Yeah, my assumption is they uh, were hoping they wouldn't notice. Look, with all of that said, if Twitter can figure this out, if they can be a viable video platform with actual, you know, evergreen content discoverability, That'd because be that's what YouTube does. Yeah. That's what YouTube does well that Twitter sucks at. Pretty much everyone sucks at. Hey, uh, I'm, uh, I'm kind of a video creator. Like, are we, are, sorry, I'm sorry. Are we talking incremental views? 
like like bigger audience okay sign me up there is no competing vod platform but so if there was a competing vod platform that would be good for everyone i, I am Twitter. i i am on extensively on record very much disliking twitter oh yeah and it has nothing to do with the chief twit right now it doesn't you've, actually you've hated I've it i've just forever. always hated twitter uh, but if there was a competing vod platform that, that was be, viable yes that would be good for everyone but it would have to actually be competing which has been the problem every time yep. <laughs> so like yeah good luck all right good luck everybody netflix that's not it's, yeah, that's a very no. different thing. Yeah, uh, we're talking user-generated content. <laughs> mm-hmm. I am going to go switch us to Wancho After Dark. So our little sign on, on wait, the monitor is finally right. Oh, 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 oh! RTX video HDR AI upscaling. Oh yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I um, uh, I don't know if we're going to make a video about it. I I want to, but we have so many projects right now. It's that post CES boom. Yeah. Um, it looks super cool, but I haven't gotten a chance to try it yet. Basically, what NVIDIA is doing is kind of like what they announced a fairly recent, I guess I mean, it was months ago, was it a year ago? I don't know, whatever, a while ago. Um, kind Sometime. of like what NVIDIA announced a while ago, where they are able to upscale in real time video that you are watching on your system if you have an NVIDIA GPU. It was pretty power hungry when I first tried it, but it was also really impressive. Like 1080p video looked way better like they could de-block and de-noise um it, it it seemed to be the solution or a solution to st- low qual low bit rate streaming artifacts and so this is not the solution but a solution to the enormous catalog of standard dynamic range content that exists out there and getting some kind of investment or getting some kind of return out of your investment into an HDR monitor and an HDR capable system with that content. It looks amazing. Luke, you've got it up there? Uh, no, I was trying to test something. Oh. All right. You're doing something else entirely. Totally no, off no, no, topic. No, no, not it even it focused wasn't. on. It wasn't off topic. Not even focused on not hosting a show with me. It was not off topic. There are comments. To- there are comments about how the HDR video from NVIDIA is not in HDR. I'm going to have to beat you especially badly oh at Super Checks tonight. You said you want to get home early. Oh, no, I'm still playing Super Checks. You just want to play Super Checks earlier. I mean. <laughs> but I was trying to figure out if, you're, if your device doesn't have HDR, can you not select HDR? Um, I, I don't think you'd be able to. If you don't have an HDR display, how is it going to HDR anything? Like, yeah. That's just not how that works. So, so when this person said that they uploaded it without HDR, I was like, are they actually right? I don't know. I can't tell, though. But it is what it is. Okay, so you're looking at it now. Okay, let's look. Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, that, That's a terrible example. Yeah, that original video looks like crap. That could look way better in SDR. Okay. I mean, yeah, okay, it's boosting the highlights a bit. Dark scenes in SDR can be difficult. Dark scenes in HDR can be difficult to watch. Yeah. So let's see, let's see, let's see, let's see. This is a game, too. Interesting. Interesting. I, ooh. Could it just transform absolutely everything on your screen into HDR? Wow. Would that have to be banned in certain competitive games? I don't know. That's pretty cool, though. How does this only have 100,000 views? This is sick. I don't know. Okay. I don't know. Maybe we should do a video about it. I don't know. The best video you've ever seen. It's pretty cool, though. SDR. If you turn this feature on. 
NVIDIA won't let you enable the HDR setting unless you enable HDR in Windows. Yeah, that, that makes sense because your monitor would have to be receiving metadata from your operating system. Like all NVIDIA is doing is taking that SDR content you're playing back and interpreting it into HDR metadata that your monitor can understand. Yeah, so uh, I think the comments are probably right. I, I, I don't think they uploaded this video in HDR, which is hilarious. There's a lot of comments about it. Um, Kingfish Watch on YouTube said showcasing an AI HDR tone mapping by converting both SDR and HDR samples to SDR is a truly big brain move. <laughs> you know what would have worked better, actually, is if they filmed the screen. <clears throat> Believe it or not, that I, I forget why it works, but you would be able to see the difference more, even if they uploaded it in SDR. That makes sense. It like does sort of, I guess, yeah. but yeah, it's, it's, it's still it's, weird. It's mind breaking math, but no, an SDR video of the same camera filming an SDR screen and an HDR screen does not look the same. Yeah. You can see that the HDR one is better. Don't ask me why. <laughs> I'm going to go switch this over to Wencho after dark. Okay. Sounds good. Danny, you ready to go? Okay, cool. I was like, we don't technically know if he's still here. <laughs> uh. To bed? I don't know. Yeah, he could be pulling one of those things where he like works his other job during WAN show. Oh. Yeah, you know the whole the whole thing where you're remote and you just like have oh, two yeah, jobs yeah, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah, yeah. so, like and then we like we switch over to producer cameras. Oh, oh, oh I get to switch the window. No, oh sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Huh, I'm awake. <laughs> I'm here. I'm here. All yeah, right, what are we uh, up to, Dan? Over to uh, jeez, I guess we're doing merch messages, aren't we? Oh, jeez. Oh, jeez. I guess it's merch message time. Oh, jeez, Linus. Oh, jeez. You know, I haven't watched the new season without Justin Roiland. Is it any good? Anyone know? No idea. Oh, okay, cool. Well, it just signed me out of the merch message dashboard, so that's awesome. Cool. Do you want me to wait? Nope. Okay. Hey, DLL, are you worried about labs pulling an Icarus? Anything you're doing to ensure it doesn't? How has it not already pulled an Icarus? At this point, we're just rebuilding it better than before. I mean... So it's... It's also Ethesius? <laughs> and to be clear, that, 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 that's... We put reinforcements in the wax. <laughs> that's not, that's not, on, that's not on labs. You got Icarus. Yeah, all the uses. Yeah, that's that. That's not all. That's not on labs. There's there's a lot of factors that played into everything, uh, but the reality of it is, we're just gonna we're just gonna keep doing our thing, guys. We're gonna keep improving, and you guys are gonna see it, and you're either gonna accept it or you're gonna put your fingers in your ears. And, la, 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 I can't see this. I can't see this. I did. Yeah, the choice is yours. Do you think that the Intel plants in Ohio will eventually make their prices more user-friendly? Also, how crazy is it that them and Google have decided to start focusing on expansion in Ohio? Um, I mean, it's probably cheap. I, I mean, Micron has demonstrated that you can build a tech hub anywhere. We did that uh, facility tour in Idaho, of all places. So what's Idaho known for? Chips and chips. And it's not like they don't have super smart people there. And it's not like the people there aren't pragmatic, intelligent people who are like, hmm, well, I could work in Silicon Valley. 
where I spend, you know, however many tens of thousands of dollars a year on housing. Or I could live in buttfuck Idaho and spend basically nothing on housing, but still have my big penis tech salary. Gee, let me think. And so I think Idaho is also like beautiful, isn't it? If you if you have the kind of pull that an Intel and a Google might, (sighs) then you can basically make a tech hub. You you kind of decide where it is. So yeah, it makes it makes a ton of sense to me. Linus, in Riley's tech upgrade, (laughs) you started talking about a closet PC you once had, but got sidetracked by Rocket League hype. Can you finish that anecdote? Uh, that really was the whole thing. I, I had it so that when I tucked in my chair, my whole closet, it was a, like a two-door, like accordion-style door closet, and it would close so that if I optimistically ever brought a girl into my room, never happened, um, the, there would be no gaming PC. <laughs> I mean, I'd still have a cringe futon. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, my high school bedroom was not a cool kid bedroom. <laughs> yeah. Hey, DLL, Linus, with the recent quick bits slip up, have you ever considered that not embracing <laughs> the phrase could be detrimental to the TechLinked and GameLink brands? Also, thanks for the quality tools. I don't even remember how the whole thing started. Maybe I thought it was just like arbitrary having some of the titles called something and some of them not called something or... Maybe they used to always call them something different back in the day before they standard. I, I don't even know, but I, I, if anything, I think it's better for the TechLink GameLink brand that I continue to refuse to say it because uh, they have a lot of fun trying to get me to say it, and I have a lot of fun not saying it. So, uh, no, I think we'll keep it up. And no problem. Enjoy your quality tools. I recently went shopping for a mouse and hated the experience because I want the best one. How would the experience be for comparing peripherals on the lab's website? Um, we're going to have to figure that out. Yeah, we're going to have a lot of work to do on that. Some of it's going to be charts and graphs. If we can do things more visually, I mean, that's what we are. We're a media company. We're going to do our best with it. But I think what you're going to see at the beginning is minimum viable product, which is going to be charts and graphs and text. And then over time, we're going to try to expand on that slash utilize the lab's data to put together more compelling video content that we think you guys will really enjoy. We shot a video today that I'm really excited about. Um, okay, if you're not Canadian, you won't have heard of these guys, but uh, Princess Auto is basically the harbor freight of Canada. Yeah. Yeah. It's like where you go to get a $3 socket set, you know? Um Might be a little more than that. but And so we were there. We were there picking up something because we needed some cheap something. And something caught our eye. (sighs) I thought it'd be a little bit more, and it is a little bit more, but it's not as much more as I expected. It's 10 bucks. Yeah, there you go. For for deep ones, too. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm talking about. Princess Auto, baby. And that's 10 Canadian dollars. Yeah. So that's about 7 US dollars. Yeah. So I'm really not that far off. No, not really. Okay, it's more than double, but we're talking four bucks. Yeah. So anyway, uh, Princess Auto. We were there picking up something, and uh, someone snapped a picture of what looked like a razor display. Whole bunch of peripherals. 
Upon closer inspection, the brand is in fact not snake themed, but rather dart frog. So we bought them all, obviously. Um, and I think this video is really cool because it's a perfect example of what we want this kind of content to be. Hey, here's something you might want to know about, whether it's, uh, you know, a diamond in the rough power supply or a, uh, a motherboard that actually impacts performance, you know, finding interesting stories and not just doing your basic YouTuber reaction, but also backing it up with hard data. So it has a combination of what would be like a classic LTT unboxing slash experiential video with labs data that helps to quantify what it is that we're seeing and what we're feeling. Really cool video. It'll be coming in a while. Just shot today, so probably be a couple weeks. Dart Frog. Is that the name of the company? Here, hold on. I'll be right back. Uh, you want to do a merch message while I... Uh... Sure. You got one for me, Dan? Uh, for you specifically? Let's see. What is the general uh, one? I hello, know. Luke. Hello. I met you at LTX and nice. asked how your fitness journey was going. Uh, How's it been since then? And what are your fitness goals for 2024? Still recomping. Uh, yeah, to be honest. Uh, not not as good as they were, as, as Dan knows, because I've been complaining to Dan about it. Um, I got sick for like a really long time. A very long time. I was very, very sick for like two weeks. Um, and I was already upset about the impact from just that. And then I had this weird, you might've even noticed it on WAN show where sometimes something in my throat would just get caught and I couldn't breathe anymore and I'd have to clear it. Um, there was literally, I think like a month or two of that, uh, just on WAN show. Cause I would start talking emphatically and then, and then I'd have to clear it. Uh, and that was scary because a lot of things that I liked doing while I was working out might be a bit of a problem if you very suddenly, unexpectedly couldn't breathe. Um, so I decided to take time off from that. Um, I started going again, I think it was two or three weeks ago, and then had to take a break for a, a curling tournament and some other things. And now I'll be, I'll be going again on Tuesday. So I lost some progress, but um, it's been going pretty well. My my goals for the end of the year are not really fixed, though, to be honest. I, I do usually like monthly or quarterly style, style stuff. Okay. We're going to play a game. Okay. Do I need to close my eyes? Um, no. Okay. Okay. The game is called Dart Frog or Razor. Okay. Okay. Okay, maybe you do need to close your eyes. Yeah, I thought so. Okay. Okay, so all you're allowed to do, you only get a flash. So like a blink, an opposite blink. That's all you get. An opposite blink? Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah, yeah, got it. Okay, okay. So you'll do, you'll, we'll do A and B. Okay. Okay, go. That was a really long flash. I, I didn't like see, I thought it was okay. going to be here. I okay. really didn't see it that properly. Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay. Here's B. That was too long. I looked for too long. I thought the first one was Razor until you showed me the second box, and then I looked for too long at the second box. Okay, does that... <sighs> Dang it, Lube. <laughs> anyway, the point is, it's going to be a good video. Wow. Don't miss it. Even, even from here. Yeah, I know. 
Wow. Yeah, I know. <laughs> wow. They even, I didn't actually bring this up in the video. That's crazy. But do you notice how prominently they put the word laser everywhere on it? Oh, wow. Wow. That's a little, that's a little scummy. Wow. Everything about it is scummy. Laser is very close to razor. Sure the dart is. frog is very similar to the snake combination. Sure is. Um, yeah, it's, 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 it'll wow, be a good video. Like, honestly, if I hadn't seen them yet, looking at this angle, like here, I wouldn't be able to tell. Yeah, I know. It's like <laughs> I can't make out the logo, and being able to make out the logo is honestly the only way you can tell. Yeah. That's wild. It's going to be a really good video. Don't miss it, guys. Wow. Uh, all right, Dan. Line, uh, yep, sorry. Yeah. Linus, what do you think of the rumor <laughs> Intel is going to kill off hyperthreading? I mean, sure. I'm not a CPU architect. If they think that's a good idea, then it's probably not a terrible idea. If there's other ways that they can deliver the performance their customers expect. Um, this is another thing. We've got a video coming on recently. So we finally covered Meteor Lake. We look at integrated GPU performance. We talk about the new Core Ultra branding. And one of the things I say, this is not investment advice. I am not a financial advisor, is long-term. Intel just took a beating. Okay, so I'm going to say it again. This is not financial advice. I am not a financial advisor. Don't um, come angrily screaming back if yeah, this goes poorly. Intel just took a beating, but I love where they're looking long-term. Um, I don't because the IGPU stuff or just in general. In general, I don't know if they're going to be a you know five bagger or if they're going to lose all your money. I don't know. I'm not, I'm not a financial advisor, uh, but I talk about this in the video. I I love their tiled their first shot at a tiled uh, CPU. They, are they gluing stuff together now? They're gluing it real good. <laughs> really like it. Um, oh boy. <laughs> J five twenty nine says I'm buying Boeing. What do you think, Linus? <laughs> I think I'm not a financial advisor. That's what I think. Um, yeah, cool. Anyway, yeah, if they if they say, look, we're not going to do hyperthreading, we're going to do efficient cores, or we're going to have these... Okay, so they have new efficient cores, low-power efficient cores that are on um, like the SOC tile rather than the compute tile. And what's really cool about these is they can light these ones up to like handle a Windows update in the background or whatever. Oh. And they don't even have to have the main cores Ooh. turn on at all. Like, okay, not at all is a bit of an Ooh. overstatement, but... That's cool, though. Yeah, it's pretty good for power savings. To be like clear, AMD is still very competitive right now, and uh, we're going to see new stuff from them, hopefully, in the nearish future. I mean, 780M, their, their, their mobile GPU has been around for a while. Um, RDNA 4, though, like, where are you at, dog? Um... So we'll see. We'll see. But I, I am... I'm sure they're not down and out. I am liking where Intel is heading. I really like their move into um, contract manufacturing for third parties. Hi, guys. Will the stubby with Black Shaft get back into stock? Or is the notification option more like a poll? Thanks for an update. We've never said never. Um... I think uh, we've always said not if we can't figure out the quality issues. With our black finishes. 
Okay, to be clear, this is actually a different thing. I'm just teasing. Uh, this is anodized aluminum, and we would not make a screwdriver shaft on something that you can really torque um, out of aluminum. Um, we are still exploring black finish options. We have not settled on anything that we would consider to be acceptable to bring back black shafts yet. Hey, WAN.DLL, pronounced DLL. I can't see that. Uh, could you explain how YouTube Premium works with monetization on YouTube? I'm gonna make yeah. this really big. Basically, Still. just like YouTube shares ad revenue with the creators that you watch, YouTube shares premium revenue with the creators that you watch. And it's divvied up according to watch time. So if you were to watch, say for example, a hundred cyanide and happiness one minute videos. Or if you were to sit through a third of a WAN show, we would get half of it, and Cyanide and Happiness would get half of it. Half of the allocation that YouTube gives to creators, which is, I believe, it's either 60 or 70%, I can't remember. Are you still using Theo Joe's comment moderation tool? If so, is it working? No. Um, honestly, right now, most of our comment moderation is me and Chewy, our community coordinator. Um, it seems to have helped a fair bit that every time I see a porn bot or a spam bot or a spectacularly stupid person, I'm just shadow banning them. And I think it's made at least the main channel less of a target. I definitely see some more dumb fuckery on the sub channels. Um, but we just didn't, we didn't end up building a process that allowed us to run it forever and got distracted and hopefully YouTube just fixes their stuff at some point uh it's possible that the overall spam is just down on the platform and it has nothing to do with any of our moderation but um we're we definitely do see it and we're definitely stamping it down whenever we do i don't think they'll ever fix it yeah that's fair i think it's gonna get worse sooner than it gets better i I was uh a, a friend of mine linked me a twitter thread recently which was a very long twitter thread that it took me a while of reading into because i was like he wouldn't have sent this to me with no reason but he didn't explain why he was like just read this continue reading through these tweets and then eventually i realized it was a back and forth conversation between a very large amount of fake ai accounts but they were not promoting anything they were just it was building just up account cred a conversation while they so so they were incubating and I was like, what the heck? Because it seems, you know, you know how a lot of AI output text is like too clean? It's too like kind of generic. Yeah. It was all like that. And the conversation started kind of looping a little bit. And I was like, yeah. what's going on? Because they're just riffing off of the previous tweets. And there's realistically only so long that you could really do that and be original. So they stopped being able to be original. Right. And it was just like, whoa. It was it was very kind of eerie to read. But yeah. Anyways, moving on. Good Next one. evening, Duke, Lan, and Dinus from Texas. Can nice. we get an update on backpack returns? I've been waiting to return mine for over a month now. Also, how is shipping being handled? Uh, that's a great question, and I do not know exactly. Um, the last thing I want to do is give you any false information, but what I can do is get Dan to send a follow-up and um, hopefully have an answer for you guys next week. Dan, can we do that? 
Yep, I'll send a message to Nick. Or better, if we don't talk about it next week, then hopefully you'll have already heard from our customer care team, so I won't need to talk about it on one show. That would be the ideal. Uh, yeah, one moment. Okay, there we go. I'll just leave that one there for the second. Um, hi, LLD. How do you feel about Cloudflare? I don't like that they control so much of the internet, but I still use them because their products and prices are good. Almost free for what I need, actually. Yeah, honestly, for for like non-large infrastructure company users, their pricing is insane. Um, to the point where like not using them for a lot of things is is just kind of like weird and ill-advised. Um, we use them fairly heavily for VOD delivery on Floatplane. Um, I could complain about that a lot, um, considering they're kind of like inaction on fixing VOD delivery to uh, most notably Australia and Germany, but other places as well. Um, <clears throat> we need to do more to fix that on our end, but what we need to do to fix that on our end is to use more places than just Cloudflare more actively. Um which is unfortunate because you would hope that they would just do better at that. Um, their core product is insanely good. Um, and, and it's, it's, yeah, I don't even really know what else to say. Their, their core product is just insanely good. It works. Um, the, the fact that they don't have more outages is like wild. Um, what a crazy company. Sometimes they can be frustrating to deal with. Um, I'm not a fan as I've talked on, on one show before of calls where you just rotate your person that is the representative of that company every once in a while. And they always want to have onboarding calls and it's really not productive for your company that they just keep cycling people constantly, 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 constantly. And I wish that wouldn't happen so much. Um, and I wish they would care more about their side products, but their core product is just wildly good. Um, and their side products are, are for the most part pretty solid as well uh, but yeah i don't know it's never really great when one company has so much market share in an area but um i will say wh while that goes poorly in a lot of realms cloudflare has seemingly kept the quality of their core product up uh quite well so i'll give them that Let's see what we got here. Hey, LL-D, picking up another WAN hoodie. My eight-year-old son loves the way my WAN hoodie looks and wants to match. When have you found your kids wanting something just because you had one first? Every time. Seriously, every single time I pick up my ally, my kids are like, can I play? And I'm like, I use this maybe a couple times a week. It sits idle the entire rest of the time. Just use it. Just when you when you have your screen time, just let me know and use it. They only want it when I'm holding it. Food too. Like my kids are never like, oh, can I have a salad? But if I'm eating Greek salad, they come along, they pick all the tomatoes and all the feta cheese out. It's like, F it's the best part. <laughs> Okay, let's see what else we got. Um, hey, Linus, great job promoting screwdriver bits. And I'm not going to be like, success. I'm not going to be like, no, don't eat vegetables. Yes, tomato is technically a fruit, 
Calm down, Reddit. But like... A banana's a berry. Man! Sorry. Things are weird. Sorry, Dan. Sorry, Dan. Sorry. I thought bananas were actually herbs. That uh, doesn't check out. Yeah, whatever. I'm pretty uh, sure it's a berry. Great job on... Prom- Great job on promoting screwdriver bits. I just bought all six sets before the price goes up. Not that this is you, but what's the worst company to threaten price increases as promotions? Okay, I curated this, but I couldn't think of one. But I'm sure there's got to be examples of companies being like, here's our big I sale. I guarantee that you there You is. can have the old price before we raise it. Yeah, I guarantee That's got to be is. a thing, like uh, especially like software as a service companies and stuff like that. Hey, lock in now or we're going to raise the prices. Ha ha ha, got him. So I was hoping chat could maybe pitch us a few. Autodesk, all early... Oh, early access games. The entire Kickstarter platform. Okay, didn't think of that one. Pretty good. That's pretty good. I came up with that one. Yay. That's literally Kickstarter's whole thing. Yeah. Well, not really, but that's how most Kickstarters work. You you get it for however much off yep. now, but our, our, our actual real price is coming later. Apparently Disney Plus did it in October. Chess.com did it a while ago, apparently. Um, Tesla has Tesla done that? Did they do that that one year when they were know. trying to hit a target before end of year? I have no idea. That does sound kind of familiar. MetaQuest Two. Okay, there's lots of examples of this. Yeah, this is totally a thing. Yeah, super interesting. A lot of ISPs apparently do it. Okay, internet access should only go down in price. That's that's stupid. Uh, Hulu apparently. Uh, oh wow, wow! You guys are co- okay. You guys are coming up with lots of examples. Okay, cool. So this is a thing. All right, Dan. Hey, Luke and Linus, and uh, possibly Jake. Will you do another month challenge if or when Battle Mage comes out? <laughs> Cheers. Do you want to redo the arc challenge, given that you are currently experiencing GP-related crashes and it is making your... Oh, I'm, I'm experiencing all related crashes. That's fair. Um, nice, nice computer, Linus. You know what else is crashing? The NCIX sign PC. It blue screens like once a day. <laughs> Need to solve it. I have mem test right. Okay. I already turned off Expo. I've already turned off like S3. Like I ugh. I decided to run mem test overnight mm. because at least some of the errors I've been getting are reporting something that sounds like probably memory. Yeah. Um and <laughs> it defaults to my far left monitor. I have three monitors. Yeah. It defaults to my far left monitor, whatever, run the test, go to bed. Wake up in the morning, all my monitors are black. Mm-hmm. Like, oh okay. Shake mouse, keyboard stuff. See, like, did it boot into Windows somehow Mm. and go to sleep? Or does Memtest, like, screen off at a certain point? Uh Nothing's responding. I'm like, so it crashed. Okay. Power off computer. Power computer back on. Um, Okay, crap. It booted into Memtest again, whatever. Uh, Or no, it it, nothing happens. Yeah, no, it booted into Memtest again. Okay, turn it off. Unplug the USB, whatever. Get back into Windows. Oh, my left screen didn't turn on what's happening oh emma tried to very nicely save my screen from burning and turned the monitor off oh nice so i just turned it off so i have no idea what happened to the test cool so i ran it before i left so hopefully when i get home i'll know if there's memory problems or not (sighs) so 
Um, uh, I hope this isn't too much of a spoiler, but... Uh, probably shouldn't tell them. I shouldn't tell them? Okay, make sure you watch the video on his new build, because um, I think the title's going to be something like, I have to get out of this contract or something like that. It doesn't get you out of the contract. Anyway, the point is <laughs> that... Um, let's just say his troubles may be related to the 10 CPU test video we just did. Yeah, I've been wondering that, actually. Hmm. Hopefully that's not it. Hey, Dan. Uh, yeah, sure. Um, <laughs> this is weird. Uh, years ago, you talked about becoming a real company that would survive without you and Avon. Inheritance tax was at the problem. You hope to have a good plan someday. Do you now? Appreciate you guys. Um... I've talked about this a number of times. Pretty much every time I do, it gets misunderstood or misconstrued in some way. Remember Backpack Warranty Gate? When I went on that very, very long thing where I was like, well, anything that we set up should be something that is resilient enough that it is not just based on the goodwill of, you know, trust me, bro. Um, you know, so that in the event that I, I died or whatever, it would still be in place and we're still trying to figure out exactly what that would look like. Uh, at the end of the day, people said they don't want anything that actually has any kind of teeth. They just want us to give them a piece of paper that says, okay, yeah, here's what it is. Um, it's been really interesting watching the discourse shift on what I said. Um, now it seems like most people get it. All I was saying was that the warranty you have from whoever it is you have it from is only as good as their willingness to fulfill it. Because they can drag ass, they can just disappear. Um, There's uh, plenty of companies that change warranty or uh, claim warranty violations for whatever BS reason. Any, any warranty policy. extremely difficult to prove. Any warranty policy that would make it past any lawyer worth their salt is going to have uh, a clause in there that basically says, yeah, the whole thing's at our discretion anyway. Um, and so the point I had been trying to make way back then was that we wanted to do it right. As long as I am here, you know, whatever. There's no way that I could screw you over because it would cause outrage. <laughs> proved my point. <laughs> Thank you, guys. Um, <laughs> and so, I don't know. Uh, coming coming back to your actual question, I, I, I don't know how to answer this without, you know, without it being misunderstood. Um, inheritance tax is a problem, um, but I don't think that it will impact our ability to be a real company that will survive without us. I think there are solutions, um, and it doesn't have to be that, you know, our kids inherit it or whatever else. In fact, I, I haven't seen any indication that it would even be remotely appropriate for our kids to inherit the company. Uh, the last thing I would want to see is for it to just be sold and just some random, you know, media company acquisition holding co, you know, take it and, 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 you know, screw it up. Right. Um, but we do have some ideas. I, I don't think I'm at a point now where I'm ready to say exactly how it would work. Yes, we, we do have trusts in Canada. That is a thing that exists. That is an option for, um, 
tax-free inheritance, but there are a ton of limitations around them. Yvonne understands it better than I do. It's it's not really viable if we plan to run the company for our lives and then um, have some kind of succession plan that involved our kids. But I, I don't know that it would. Um, Urban Fervor says, I like how MatPat is doing it. I actually haven't seen his approach. Wild how many YouTubers are just like retiring. Um, I, uh, I called it on Tom Scott, though. I was like, dude's my age. But he was talking about retiring, and he's already revised the title of his video and been like, yo, for people who didn't make it to the second sentence of my video, it's, I didn't mean like forever. I mean, he even, he even said in... Um, he's just, he's, he, had, he had a commitment to a certain amount of videos. Yeah, he's not doing he's weekly videos. Them. Yeah. Yeah. Like, okay. Relax. I mean, he did clickbait it a little bit, which is funny because he and I have had some conversations about, you know, clickability and, and whatever. And it's like, okay, dude. <laughs> Because that was pretty clickbait right there. <laughs> but sure. Um, okay, apparently Matt Pat sold the channel a year or two ago. He's fulfilled his contract and is stepping away. So that's basically what we would have done if we had taken our offer. Yeah, I just, I wasn't ready yet. Um, it's possible that we could do something like that, but I don't. <sighs> Looking back at it now, the money would have been very good especially considering the challenges that we've faced this year, right? I would have been almost ready to walk away now. I'm like, okay, yeah, whatever. This is your mess to clean up now, apparently. Um, so the money would have worked out really well. But what I don't think would have worked out really well is the company. I don't see why they wouldn't have just gone, okay, well, this didn't work out and moved on to their next acquisition, right? And I think that it would have really impacted the people who work here and the people who really do care about what it is that we're trying to do. Yeah. So uh, I'm I'm really happy we didn't do it. We're we've still we've got a lot of unfinished business. Aya DLL, is there a product that still exists today named after an outdated or expected but once innovative feature? Take Windows for example, symbolizing simultaneous open software windows. I wasn't sure on this one. I think Windows is a pretty good example. I'm sure there's got to be other examples. Um, I don't know, like RCA cable? Uh, no, not really. Sort of. Um, a product Shack. that still exists today. Oh, hold Radio on a Shack? second. <laughs> um, 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 movies. Oh, we were just oh, talking about this. Example. We were talking about that's this in the really writing good. Den. That's real. That's a really good example. You know, like the talkies, the movies. You know, back when. The moving pictures, you know, the movies. We don't even think about that anymore. Would this be the streamies? Or films, even. I mean, anything to do with production, films pretty much. Good. Yeah. 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 Fuji Films, someone said, as a, as a company name. The movie. That's a company, though. That's not a product. The movies, though. Yeah. Mm, I didn't realize it was product specific, but yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's not really a product either, but get over it. <laughs> yeah. What do you think about Cooler Master killing the original spec NR200 and completely killing the NR200 air cooler compatibility? I did not understand this question. I mean, NR200 is presumably a case. Yeah. Um, I, it's I a small had, form factor case. I had not been following any of this drama. Eventually, you're going to stop making a product, right? So, like, why is this um, completely killing the NR200 air cooler compatibility? That I don't. What are they talking about? I don't know. Not sure. I mean, yeah, you gotta have kind of a you gotta have kind of a target with your product, right? So if you're 
if you're basically targeting water coolers and you've got kind of an idea for how the system should be built, there's so many options for AIOs. I don't really think you can look at that and go like rude. Um, it's a bummer if you wanted to do an air-cooled NR200 build, but these things kind of happen. And if there's enough demand, I'm sure they'll bring it back. And if there isn't enough demand, I guess they knew something you didn't. Yeah. Hey, Dot DLL. Any updated thoughts regarding the process of the X Escapist team over at Second Wind and their transparency publishing detailed monthly revenue reports? That is a super, super cool transparency commitment. Um, I don't think I've ever seen anything like that from mm. a from a from a private group, like a private company. Um, viewership looks consistent pretty in the range for what they were doing before. the subscriber count um, it also looks very similar to what they're doing before like fully rambomatic which is um is, full we, punctuation yeah man there's so many things we made videos about this week we have a reference to this that i think you guys will find quite funny in one of our videos oh um yeah i'm not gonna i'm not gonna spoil it watch every video ha 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 got him got him um Okay, where where are they publishing this? I assume they have uh okay, here, a Patreon. It's not like they could have been on Floatplane or whatever. No problem. Don't don't bother reaching out to us. It doesn't matter. Uh the point is, I guess they probably have some articles or something. I guess you would have to be a patron to see them. I don't I don't know where they publish Whoa, these things. Oh, look at that support. 14,185 paid members. Yeah, that's awesome. 80,660 a month. Good on you guys. It's a million bucks a year. That's fantastic. That's fantastic. Good job. Very cool. Really rooting for these guys. Uh, the income report is in the YouTube posts section, apparently. So, like, community posts, I guess? Oh, yeah, okay. We're two weeks out from when we started taking salaries. Hey, good for you guys! Frickin' A! That's wicked. Love to see it! Premium Discord. Alright, whatever. I'm just rooting for them. So, good job, you guys. Cool. That's all I have to say about that. Yeah. Mad respect. Uh, hey, DLL. Linus, how's the relationship of long-term money per view compared to uh, compared between an LTT video, one that could be relevant at any time, and a tech or game-linked video where it really matters to watch right now? Uh, viewership falls off a cliff for anything news-related. I don't even know how Google quite tells what's news-related and what's not, but they do. Uh, they can tell, and... Uh, there are some LTT videos. I mean, we made a we made a video reacting to our most profitable videos uh, way back when, and it, almost all of them were LTT videos with a ton of views or LTT live stream archives that had monstrous watch time. So they made a ton of money from YouTube Premium uh, for something like Tech Linked or Game Linked. Basically, we're just relying on whatever it gets within the first couple of weeks, and there's almost no long-term tail on any of it. If I were to take our our entire content library and sort by, I can't sort by most revenue, so whatever, I guess uh, I won't be able to give you any additional information, but it will be way less, way less. And I guess if you want to read this one, you can. I don't know how. Uh, no, that. I don't think we're supposed to. I think. Um, can you just flag that for someone to get in touch with uh, Sergio? Sergio. I I've sent it to Stephen. Okay, Sergio, we are acknowledging your message. Hey, thanks for the merch message, and I'm going to archive it so it doesn't show anywhere. Cool. 
Um, I think hmm. Adam asks a couple of names coming. Yeah, Adam asks if I have any issues with games crashing on the RG Ally. I really haven't, but I haven't played a huge variety of games on mine. So my my experience may not mirror your own. And James asks if we have any insider news on Steam Deck B button sticking issues. No, I do not. I've still been on my Ally. It's uh, the 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 better performance <laughs> has kept me, but there are definitely games I'd rather play on the better screen. Um, I'm just not playing any of them right now. Um, hey, thanks, Christopher. Appreciate you. Showing that, don't agree, but hey, your message is going to come up in the scrolly thing, and that's it. We'll see you again next week. Same bad time, same bad channel. How did this last for three and a half hours? We had like four topics. <laughs> it just is what it is. We reacted to our own video, which I would be really interested to see the metrics on. Maybe we should do that more. Contentception. Bye! There it is. <laughs> Come on, man. Say the line. World's <laughs> slowest buy. <laughs> Got him. Oh, wait. We're not going to oh, be able to hear Dan. Yeah. I'm going to put those back on. <laughs> we, yeah, we both took our headphones off. We're like, uh, wait. We can't talk to Dan because he's like, you know, there. Oh, wow. Well, Vessi. <laughs>